What's going on, Stoolies? And in this episode, Minifans, I am your host, Shane Mudgett, and you are listening to episode 7 of the Barstool Sports History Lesson podcast. If this is your first episode that you're ever listening to, just a little bit about it. I go back in the Barstool Sports time machine and pick a moment, a blogger, a feud, uh, an old slogan, anything in the Barstool universe. I break it down. I use, I dig up all the audio, using from the rundown, stool scenes, podcast, etc. I bring it to you. So you can either relive that moment or learn a little bit about the backstory of what made Barstool Barstool. In today's episode, we're going to go back to 2019 to the feud between K. Marco and Kirk Minahan and where hashtag fire K. Marco originated. So let's get into it and then we'll start with K. Marco. K. Marco is an OG Barstool blogger personality. Uh, he was hired to blog uh, Barstool New York back in the day. He was hired at the same time with KFC, and they they actually split a salary at the time, so KFC could still work full time while doing the blogging on the side, and because they both wanted the job. In fact, he's so OG that he was an equity guy when Churnin bought Barstool. He was one of I like I said. Big Cat, KFC, Prez, and K. Marco, they all got equity in Barstool when they sold. So he really was a made man in the definition. And when they did sell to Chernin and moved to New York, he became the editor-in-chief, which it kind of makes sense that he was chosen if they didn't want to hire somebody on the outside. Like I said, it was Big Cat, KFC, Prez, and kind of like Feidelbergs, uh, some of the, you know, there was only about maybe five or four other part-time bloggers, so KFC, was, uh, excuse me, K. Marco was the the logical choice, I suppose, and for a long time he did a good job until, until the lot, until the company got too big and there was too many blogs being churned out at a time for him to keep up with. But I won't, let's not get ahead of ourselves. And along with those names I mentioned, he was considered the smarter guy at Barstool. This isn't really a meter of intelligence, but he won the Barstool Spelling Bee uh, back in the day. So he was considered the smart guy of, of Barstool, which is kind of funny. And as far as Kirk goes, he was the morning radio host of Boston EEI. It was the number one morning radio show in America at that time. And that's how I got to learn about Kirk and listen to Kirk. Uh, was through EEI. Their radio station came through on 95.9 in Maine. And it really was, hands down, it was a great can't miss four hours of morning radio as far as and it was right at the time where podcasts were just starting to creep up so you weren't always plugged into your phone uh it, honestly we me and my buddies we treated it just like we did barstool where we were talking about it tweeting about it you know 
listen, sending the clips to each other, that sort of thing. It was, it was electric, and it was, and I'm, I'm glad that after EEI, uh, Portnoy signed him about a day and a half after, I believe. And for me, that was really like two worlds colliding. The Minifans and Stoolies, I'm, I'm both, and I love it. And I realizing I'm kind of coming off bias now of favoring Kirk over K. Marco because I've been kind of gushing over Kirk. But I, I really did love K. Marco's blogs. They were they were great. They uh, and and on Twitter he was he was the guy while Prez and KFC were slinging mud on Twitter. He would lurk in the shadows and he would lay the hammer down once once things were getting crazy. He would lay the hammer down with using an old tweet of the person that they were that Barcel was battling. He would dig up something that would just make them look stupid and just end it all. But now that we've covered those two, the basis of those two in there and how they got to Barstool and kind of a little bit about them, let's get into how they their eventual clash and feud and sort of the beginning of the end of K. Marco as a big personality at Barstool. So let's get into it. We'll start in September of 2019 where Kirk interviews comedian Andrew Dice Clay and as they... After the interview for promotion, they wanted to use Dice Clay as a promotion for the blog or for the podcast. So they wanted to put it in the headline of the blog. And K. Marco was the person that would post the blog for the show. But K. Marco had a problem with the blog. And before I play the audio of Kirk explaining the whole thing... This is a weird time where Barstool was just bought and there was a lot of they didn't want to get headlined to death by the the websites like Deadspin or the you know the them to use as clickbait so they weren't looking to be as edgy, I guess is probably the correct word at that time. Um, and Kirk doesn't give a fuck. Uh, not that he's trying to be edgy, he's just himself. He what he talks about, what he wants to talk about. And if you have a problem with that, you can go fuck yourself. Which is kind of what Barcelona was built on with Portnoy, to be honest with you. But let's get into it. The we're this is Kirk talking to Blind Mike and his producer Steve Robinson about K Marco's problem with the Andrew Dice Clay blog post. And the start of their feud. And it's doesn't happen. Um, so you reach out to Gaz, is that right? Uh, no, Mike reached out to Gaz. Mike, we we out, talked about okay, it, but Mike did it. The show reached out yes, to Gaz. Yeah. And Gaz said, fine, we'll promote it, no problem, right? Yeah. He said, just send us the clips and we'll get it up. Okay, so we do that whenever, and it doesn't happen for a while. Pretty early in the morning, we sent everything. Okay, so you do a, a recap or a blog post for the show with... Dice Clay. And the headline is, do we have the actual... Uh, I don't know if I took a picture of it, but it would basically summarize some of the more controversial things Andrew Dice Clay. Like, Andrew Dice Clay calls uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld a pussy. pussy. 
defends Mike, uh, defends Michael Jackson or defends Dave That's Chappelle not even in the headline, and shits though. on Bill Cosby. Not even on the headline? No. Or Michael Jackson wasn't in the headline. It was right. defends Dave Chappelle right. and shits on Bill Cosby, colon, okay. Kirk Minahan show. And the blog post itself was maybe 250 words. And it said, uh, you know, it just basically summarized what Andrew Dice Clay, this famous comedian, said. One of the things was, it was Michael Jackson's, uh, I mean, uh, Andrew Dice Clay says, Jerry Seinfeld's a pussy, Michael Jackson is innocent, and Bill Cosby deserves to be in jail. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what did you, Steve Robinson, just say? You think Michael Jackson is innocent? <laughs> so, so that gets, so Steve texts me Friday early afternoon. Yeah, it was around like 1 or 2 p.m. I'm sitting here like an asshole trying to figure out when the blog post is going to go up so I can send it to Dice's people. Maybe he tweets it out to his, you know, 100,000 people or Instagrams it out to his 100,000 people. So that happens. And so it sounds like then you text me and say that K. Marco says that he spiked the post. And when you said why, he said, I I shouldn't have to tell you, right? Yes. Well, first Steve sat around like me and Steve were texting, hypothesizing because we couldn't, Steve couldn't get a hold of him. Like Steve had no idea. He was looking for his number. He had no idea why he got spiked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I, I, so I don't know anything. So he texts him like, "There has to be another reason because unless Steve's just missing something." But the post was not that we think Michael Jackson's innocent. And by the way, also, who gives a fuck if I think Michael Jackson's innocent? Right. Like, well, I don't even understand where where is the controversy in that. Could you stop saying it? Because yeah. it, it triggers me. Like, I think there's I don't a good like chance that. Michael Jackson didn't molest those kids. I happen to think he did. But I can understand the other side. Like, I think it's a real reasonable argument. You son of a bitch. I understand. So, um, so I, so it's, it's whatever. So he, you know, you, he talks to you for a little bit and then I call him or I text him. I get his number from, I think, KFC or somebody. And, um, <clears throat> and so I call him and he's like a, kind of a dick to me. Like at first, like cold and <clears throat> Well, he's very, very, I don't know him at all. I've never yeah. spoken to him or anything, but I've just, from seeing him on the rundown or whatever, yeah. he's very dry. He, I don't, he, there's not a lot of uh, energy. No, he just seemed like a dick, and that, I'm, which is fine. And I was actually trying to be polite the first time. Yeah. I was just like, help me out here. We, we just want to get this thing up so we can promote it. What don't you like about this? And he said, you know, Steve should know better. We've talked about this a lot. Never, not true. Okay. Never fine. had a phone call with him good, in my If he's life. lying, he's lying. Fuck him. I don't care. I have no use for him. I think he's a fucking cunt. I mean, I really do. And I really? called him that the second call. I mean, I just said he's really? totally cunty the second time. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I just said, you know, whatever you need us to do, like we're here. We, we want some understanding. We do, I don't know. I've never done this. I have no fucking idea. Uh, and he's like, well, we can't do things that give uh, the enemy, essentially, ammunition. The Deadspins of the world, or I guess, or whoever, where he said, you know, if you write Michael Jackson's innocent, and I said, well, we're saying, it wasn't even the headline, A and B, we're not saying that, a comedian's saying that, who's on the show. It's an indirect quote. Right, and he's saying, well, it doesn't matter, you know that, you know the way they can take things, and I'm thinking, this is how we're thinking now, we're worried about... What the first of all? What the fuck is Deadspin going to write? Did Andrew Dice Clay one of my podcasts? Is that Michael Jackson's innocent? Who gives a shit? But also, doesn't Barstool kind of thrive on that? Like if Deadspin no, writes, I don't think they do anymore. To be honest with you, if Deadspin writes, so Barstool says Michael Jackson is innocent. Like even if they totally take it out of context. Yeah, I don't think that's the way they operate anymore. Really? To be honest with you, I mean, I just having this conversation. I mean, yeah, I, it seems like it, but I just thought that's kind of how it was. It was the same idiot, by the way, that like Francis put post this thing up. Right? I mean, it was. I don't know why he has a job. He should be fired for that. If they're if you're going to be you know, if that like that's his job and it happened on his watch, if you take it seriously, then it seems like this idiot should be gone too. But anyway, so I'm so he said to me, he's like, we want these headlines to be as vanilla as possible. Why? So I said, well, I just told you why in their minds because they don't want to get in any trouble. Barstool Sports doesn't want to get in any trouble. That should be that should be like the new bumper sticker or shirt or something. Barstool Sports, we get in no trouble. 
I don't, yeah, I don't understand. Isn't the idea to get clicks? Like, isn't that the idea yeah, of the title? I, well, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, look up his posts in the past. I don't know if he's ever tweeted or written posts about anybody, like Aaron Andrews or whoever. I don't know. Whatever. Look it up. See what you find. Uh, so, anyway... Um, so I tell, I tell Steve, I give you the direction, right? I said, you make, said it, make a vanilla Make post. it as vanilla as possible. So his headline was, Andrew Dice Clay goes on Kirk Minahan show, right? right. Uh, yeah, Kirk Minahan interviews Andrew Whatever, Dice Clay, yeah. fine. So then he goes back at Steve and says, why are you being pouted? <laughs> so then I said, Steve, you know what? I'll handle this now. I called him, and again, I was polite at first, but then it got bad. I called him Conti. I said he was being a fucking asshole. I said, we're trying, we're trying to do our fucking jobs here, and you're being a fucking dick, basically. Like, what, what do you want us to do? Yeah. And he said, the only thing I want to take out is the Michael Jackson thing. And I said, well, okay. I mean, I don't really give a shit. Fine. Why didn't you just tell us that originally? So you don't care that we call Jerry Seinfeld a pussy. Right. Okay, fine. I don't even care about the Michael Jackson thing. Like, on its own, it to me is, is symbolic of a bigger issue, maybe. But I don't give a... Like, it doesn't really matter. I don't but, give a fuck right. about that part. The other thing is... Yeah, it's not like they edited out of the podcast. No, it was it's just uh, they didn't want to... That's what he kept saying. Words. He's like, we don't care what you say in the podcast. Well, I'm, and I'm saying to him, well... you know, what's, But we can't promote what we say on the podcast. Yeah, well, but, but look, what does it matter with Andrew... Di- what, is it, what does it matter if Bart... What does, it, what does it matter if... I don't think Michael Jackson... By the way, I think... Let me just be clear. I think Michael Jackson molested kids, okay? But let me just say... What, what if I don't think he molested kids? And I host a podcast, and I say, Michael Jackson, here's here, 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 and here's why. And Steve can't post that as a fucking, like, what? That's what I was going to ask. He's like, when that documentary came out, so it's topical, the next day, if someone watched that documentary and in a funny way can articulate why they think Michael Jackson is innocent, why wouldn't, are well, they, not, the, well, are they not allowed the, to post well, it? in a serious way? Like, what if, or, you, yeah, what if you just think that? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I just think, I think this guy's a dick. Whatever. I mean, he's a bar still. He'll, he's been there forever. They love him. He's New York. There's also that, too. Like, New York, that crowd, there's a crowd there, a click there that hates me. He could be in it for all I know. He said that Steve's done a great job most of the time. But I'm sitting there thinking, why am I arguing with this, like, dummy, like, this fucking idiot? Well, so, the, whatever. The thing that pissed me off is when I asked him, did, the, did our post get spiked? He said, yes. And I said, why? Can you give me something to go on? And he was like, do I really need to tell you? Yeah, yes, the answer well, is yeah, yes. Well, yeah, no, you need to tell me that K. Marco's new rule is that you can't quote someone who oh, says something controversial. By the way, before anybody, we asked him to come on today, and he said no. Like a little fucking bitch, he said no, because he couldn't handle it. He knows we'd kick the shit out of him, and he just can't handle it. And so just, fuck him, and we'll do our things, and he'll be an asshole about it, and whatever, and he'll ha- it doesn't, doesn't, we can't worry about him. He hates us already, so we hate him. Fuck him. I know, Another but I guess on, fuck him. on Friday it moved from a lack of promotion to actually smothering a big no, interview that we had. Steve, they don't want to promote us. They don't, there are people there that don't want to promote us. So that's fine. We don't. But my thing is, I haven't asked for it. I've said we don't care about it. So you can't sit there and be upset when they don't give it to us. That's fine. That's the deal. You know? Did he give a reason he wouldn't come on? I assume. No, he's a, I think, yeah, he's a pussy. <laughs> Two letters, N-O. Yeah. I mean, I just he's think he's a, Christ. he's a little pussy. That's all. That, that's something he should be forced to come on. Like, he should have to come on yeah, to explain it. It's not going to happen. Think. They're too busy fucking... And I don't even mean, like, fuck you, you should have to come on. I just mean, like, to explain you so that's good content. No, they're busy. If we have an argument with It's college football season. I mean, come on. They, 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 that's they, fair. I mean, but... let's go. You get, yeah. you get drinks to sell in college football to pump up. That's true. Just, you know, you sit around and watch games on the couch. Who can beat that? <laughs> but whatever. We do our thing, and that's fine. Like, I, I'm just... I, I don't even... Under, I didn't understand it, and I was getting... I wasn't that mad at first... And I was like, this is fucking Yeah, you guy. were surprisingly calm uh, yeah. on Friday. Well, because I, well, I didn't really understand it. I was like, there must be something I'm missing. And I thought, this fucking motherfucker, like, is, you know, like, hurting our show. 
he's hurting our show. Right. Like, this is a good interview. Barstool people would like it. And he's purposely not doing it because he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, that. I mean, that could have been newsworthy. Yeah, it could have gotten attention to the show. Maybe not, but it could have. Right. Who knows? You know, and maybe he should have been paying more attention when fucking Francis posted that fucking thing about that girl, <laughs> you know, instead of sitting around fucking jerking off and talking fucking whatever with his buddies in the office, you know? Maybe if he did a better job, that wouldn't happen. So, I wonder... It's say uh, just hypothetically tomorrow Donald Trump says Michael Jackson is innocent. Nope, can't can't, can't put it in the definitely, which could definitely happen. <laughs> what, <laughs> watch a documentary or something right. that could easily happen. So there's part one of the feud, and I obviously I I agree where Kirk's coming from, and I really didn't see where K Marco was coming from at the time or at all. If you don't want the Michael Jackson thing in there, fine, but you could like you said you could have just said that and. I know you're the he's the editor in chief, so there's you're gonna have to have a hard job. But this isn't the first time that he's been called a dick by people. Uh, quick reference is the Chicago guys: Eddie, Chief, Carl, White Sox, Dave, gotten a a, a, a feud with K. Marco as well, where they just they call them pretty much an asshole. So that is kind of a reputation of him for the people that aren't in the office. And now we're going to fast forward to the next day, the next episode of the Kirk Minahan Show, September 10th, 2019, where the saga continues. After much uh, convincing. We'll see. I I I guess. I hope he's... I I don't know. Uh, So we we went into detail detail about it yesterday uh, over the whole... His issue is almost as much with Steve as it is with me, I think. I think it's more with Steve. Yeah, I think it's almost entirely with me. Yeah, well, I don't don't think he likes me anymore either, but that's... no, but you went to bat for Steve, and that's why. You, right. You went to bat for this asshole. True. And that's true. a no-no. Just keep, a keep going to bat for me. That's so. what I've noticed is like the, the plot has kind of been that people don't like me, which is true. But the people that don't like Steve hate Steve. They do. <laughs> I almost feel like they use... I don't know. You, they use me as a proxy to come at you. Right. I mean, yeah. he just hates me because I don't even really know why. But we went over it yesterday, the whole dice thing. He spiked it. It was ridiculous. Uh, he then was not going to come on yesterday. He ignored us all day. Then went on Twitter and had some tweets with us, which is fine. That's great. I don't mind that. He's a little that's angry online. Yeah, there's a lot of humor attached to him. He seems like he's the people I spoke to at Barstool said he's super sensitive, like totally thin-skinned. So I think he's proven that. But we'll find out today. I don't know. If he comes on as a sense of humor, great. If he doesn't, then I think we have a real issue, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell because I was saying to Steve, like, by going on twitter he tagged the show he's coming on so he's doing right. the, he's doing the right things but it's also like he seemed genuinely pissed Hurt, about it right. i don't understand why yeah, what's he pissed about you know you strange the, bridge the to, c word that's a no well he was i mean he's acting like a total cunt i don't yeah. know what i'm gonna say strange bridge to burn considering i'm literally the only one here helping promote the show what, i don't he doing? what's he how's he promoting hey the show? that's a that's kind of a that should be a shot at everyone else at barstool right yeah shouldn't I mean, we all kind of help each other i think that's <laughs> kind of a thing but how's he promoting the show he hits publish once in a while? I guess. That's like, what he, I assume that's he what he publish means. The sh- what does he promote the show? But that would also suggest to me that as the editor, other people are going to him and saying, don't publish the show. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, what else would he do? And by the way, I've made it clear from you guys care more than I do. I don't give a shit if they promote the show at all. It doesn't matter to me one bit. It really doesn't. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, don't, I'd like it. I, sure, I understand, <laughs> but I don't. That stuff doesn't matter to me. You guys can worry about that. Yeah. But it just confirms everything I know. And then the people who take their side in a little war, the... Uh, Who's the guy who got uh, uh, Jack Mac? No, the military guy. Oh, Chaps. 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 Yeah, you saw him and 
Obviously, uh, Big Pussy Cologne. They Willie always the cheerleaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Willie, Willie Cologne has blocked the show account. I didn't now, see Chap. What did Chap say? I didn't see He's that. retweeted uh, some negative tweets. Oh, uh, whatever. Which is fine. Yeah, Willie Cologne's too busy direct messaging um, in a fan. Did you see that? No. Yeah. <laughs> MHP had some screenshots. Yes, that's, but, you know, begging for, you know, why do you, why do you, why do you like this guy? Why do you, why do you like our show? That fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fucking People on Twitter. Jesus Christ. It's fucking unbelievable. Fucking, the, it's fucking unbelievable. The, um, and, uh, what was the other one? I forget. But anyway, so then he tweets out that whatever, like, you know, uh, something about, you know, he ignored the show all day. They tweeted out something about how we don't have the same amount of downloads that Ellie Schmidt does. Which is like, I, I, I don't give a I, shit. But okay. I don't get why it's an insult that we don't have as many downloads as another Barstool podcast. Right. I mean, I don't That's really. Good, good for Ellie. You know I, I mean? tweeted out. Like, I don't. It, that, I've also said that from day one. I'm not in the business anymore. I want the people who like our show to listen to it. Our audience is growing. We, we may not have as many downloads as she, I have no idea. All I know is we Probably have. more a week. I would imagine we have literally have hundreds of thousands of downloads a week. Yeah, like that's a fact. So that to me seems fine. Like if you can't make money off a show, there's more buzz than any other show at Barstool. That's also a fact. I mean, that's not even arguable online. Uh, it has been maybe a week or two since we've dominated Barstool Radio. That's true. true, true. But I just mean in social media. Like I've never gotten seen the tweet about Ellie Schnitt's show. I'm sure it does great. I hope it. I hope every single show on Barstool, <laughs> except for the one in the morning, the breakfast show, and I've seen their serious numbers. Holy fuck. They are embarrassing, and I'm, I'm and I'm sorry. I hate to be a dick, and the people who sent it to me, like who work at Barstool, and sort of ones who like me and don't like them, those numbers are in fucking incredibly low. I can't believe they allow those shitheads on the air. It doesn't matter. I don't care if they. I'll, I'll tell this to Keith when he's on the phone with us in a little while. I don't give a fuck if he ever promotes us. You guys do. I don't. Yeah. I talked to him on the phone a couple of times. I'm sure we'll go over that. I don't like this guy. Maybe he'll change my mind. I just think he's a thin-skinned fucking little pussy boy who. By the way, if you look at his history, which we'll go through in length with him today, I'm not sure this is the guy who should be telling us what to post and not post, you know. He's also misrepresented the entire incident on Friday. He says he told you on the phone that he has been over it with me time and time again how to post. We've never had a phone call. We've had a couple of email exchanges, and it's always when he's spiking stuff and won't explain why. Right. So I don't know if he spikes other stuff all the time. I don't know. You know, and I don't know if it's this clicky, weird group of people that hate me. And if that's the case, like, you can hate me all you want. But do your fucking job. Like, I, you can, I don't give a fuck if Willie Cole, you know, clearly I don't care if these people hate me or not. But if this is affecting, like, the day-in, day-out operation of how you're doing business, what the fuck is going on here? Well, it certainly affected us on Friday. It absolutely did. Of course it did. Yeah, I mean, the Dice thing did really well. You could tell it did well. So I don't know, you know, they didn't post about it for hours. So, you know, I don't know. And the thing, the thing that kind of lets you know that you're right in the argument is that we said, "Hey, you changed or you you dumped a blog post, didn't tell us why, and then told Steve to make it safer." And he right. responded, "Well, Ellie Schnitt has more downloads, and your your audience <laughs> yeah, exactly. is older." Yeah. By the way, he deleted all those old tweets because he's a pussy. I defend him for those tweets all day long. He's of fucking kidding. But, you know, he's a pussy, so he deleted them. Here's the difference: you have to be on air, and you have some actual accountability in your life, and some real success. You're not sitting there making fucking shit money and getting mad because some guy who fucking, you know, is more successful than you is shitting on you. Uh, you know, when, when I say something dumb, I have to own it. When I say something dumb about Aaron Andrews, I have to own it. When he tweets something way worse about Aaron Andrews, way worse, it just goes away. Nobody gives a fuck because nobody gives a fuck about him uh, for the next 27 minutes. And then, you know, he's, people are going to start caring about this asshole big time. That's what I would what say. What do you say about Aaron Andrews? 
Uh, oh, he called her the C-word and all that, and some blog post, and said that, right? And he, she wouldn't, he, uh, she refused to give an autograph to a little kid, so right. that made her the C-word. Right. Sounds like you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> so that's just Kirk ripping K. Marco, obviously, and the funny thing is he named about five or six other Barstool personalities that he feuded with already within the first year, and I admittedly loved Kirk going after some of the other Barstool personalities that that deserved it or maybe even really at the end of the day didn't deserve it but obviously everybody who follows Barstool loves the inner drama and Kirk used to bring the the heat back in the day. Now we'll fast forward same episode a little bit down the road K Marco calls in to the show and they go at it a little bit here who has been the uh, subject of the last couple of days fired back at us last night on social media which i like which i applaud i'm all for the uh, i'm all for the fight i think we just need to get some clarification here that's different maybe than our phone conversations it seems to me it's more robinson k marco issue than the k marco minahan issue would you agree with that or no uh, i mean it surprises me that you say that because our phone conversation did clarify a lot of this even uh, honestly the most surprising thing about this thing uh, caught me off guard on Monday is because our phone conversation was, I mean, you didn't seem like the type of person for me to uh, be kind of two-faced and say one thing on the phone and then go off on social media 72 hours later. So that caught me by surprise. What was was two-faced? I I I mean, to be fair, I did call you a cunt in the second phone conversation we had. It wasn't exactly a, you know, a, a friendly conversation. Yeah, that's true. But we also did... I'm not saying it was friendly. I'm saying that we left that conversation pretty much with the clarification you're talking about. Well, I guess we didn't. I mean, I know, I know, been doing this a long time. I know what you're doing, and I know it, you did a good job with it. You got attention for the show. Well, uh, so, I, so, I, so, so I guess, so my question is, there just seems to be a, a, as I said, a miscommunication, I guess, between you and Steve, as I talked to you about Friday. But after I talked to you the second time, Steve then said that you weren't telling the truth again. So I guess... I need to know what's going on here going forward. You, you're the editor of Barstool, which is fine. Uh, you don't want to, if you want to promote, not promote, publish, not publish. I don't care. I just need to know what's going on here going forward from your end and Steve's end. So I'll let you guys figure it out. And I'll jump in when I think there's reason to jump in. I don't know what in. you, uh, I mean, yeah, you keep saying that, like, if I want to promote it or not. Like, I, I literally am the only one single person that is promoting the show. Okay, that's great, and we appreciate that and all that. I do, but- yes, I would. To answer your question, I very much would like to promote it, which is what I'm trying to do, which is why this isn't uh, Steve's first blog. This isn't your guys' first blog. It's been about a month now, and every single day, I open your blog up and click publish on it. There okay. have been three that there's been an issue, and yes, Steve shared those emails last night. I was counting in those emails. What he didn't talk about was the two times before that where we had very good conversations about this exact same issue. On the third time, it is pretty evident that he is just trying to push me and see and make me respond like that. Oh, Steve, go ahead. Well, I guess my, my only problem is the lack of communication because, I mean, in those, in those emails, you're kind of terse and you never tell me when you've spiked a story. You never tell me why. Like, I'm just supposed to guess that K. Marco doesn't allow us to quote uh, public figures who say controversial things because that's, that's a rule I've never encountered and I've had a lot of editors and just the lack of communication I mean it puts me in a tough spot when I'm trying to get that blog post up I'm trying to send it to Dice's people so he can promote it I'm just trying to do my job and you're kind of being a dick about it yeah you're conveniently leaving out the clarification I did give you last week when we did have a good conversation about it when I, when I told you exactly what the deal is with these kind of posts you wanted to make it public which is fine 
So but that's I a completely different thing, K Marco. That's that's you guys you guys are trying to keep Blind Mike out of trouble. That that's that's fine. Okay, I understand that. Are we trying to keep Dice Clay out of trouble? No, I'm trying to keep the Minahan show out of trouble. Yeah, but what there's trouble reason, but, but, but Keith, what trouble are we gonna get what, what trouble are we gonna get into? I know we talked about this Friday. I just don't I don't for the life of me understand. I get what you're trying to do. Like your job now, I guess, is to keep people out of trouble. Fine. But me, Andrew Dice Clay on my podcast saying he thinks Michael Jackson is innocent is not going to get us in any trouble in any form. Just like I told Dave three weeks ago, nothing was going to happen with this idiot Albright because it was a fucking, we were right. Nothing is going to happen with Andrew Dice Clay saying he thinks Michael Jackson is innocent. In what scenario is our show going to get in trouble over that? That's crazy. I'm talking about your show getting in trouble. I'm talking about you getting in trouble. Well, how would I get in trouble for that? Kurt, there is a reason that I have to push publish on your blog in the first place, which was because on the last blog, like I communicated to Steve, Dave is the one that spiked that. He did not, he texted me and he made me take all of your publishing powers away and he said, you, anyone associated with the Medan show is not to post on Barcel Sports until further notice. That is why I took the line out of the last one so that that post was allowed to go up. That is why I asked you to edit this one sentence of this You didn't ask me to edit so it. You did not, it hey Marco, you didn't ask me to edit it. I said, hey, did you spike it? You said, yes, no further explanation. I said, can you explain that more? And you said, oh, like I really need to explain well, it. Well, 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 walk, Steve, walk me through it, uh, Kmar. Where is our show or me going to get in trouble when a comedian comes on and says he thinks Michael Jackson is innocent? In what world? Let's say Deadspin writes something. Who gives a shit? I don't know what your relationship is with Dave. Last I checked, you were publicly tweeting that you were about to be fired and didn't think you'd be coming at the work. So I figured you wanted your... What does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with what I just asked you? You were on Dave's radar for pushing people and getting in and starting shit. I don't even... I mean, I don't know this whole story with this guy that you are constantly fighting with, but I know that on radio and on your tweets, you were expecting to be fired. So if Dave didn't want you posting on the site... And starting shit on the site, you have a podcast, which I told you many times, you can say whatever the fuck you want on that, and I hope you do. My explanation to you, and I wish I didn't use the word vanilla because you really ran with it. Well, you used but it. I, said, I mean, you did use it. You know, we want to say Yeah, okay. I would choose a different word. Okay, I said, well, you, you don't get mad at me. You're vanilla. a fucking editor. You use the word, not me. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you love harping on words, yeah. You well, love what, a weird, what a weird <laughs> thing to do. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I, I guess I just I looked could. in your fucking brain and tried to say. I mean, what do you want what? me to say? These are words you said. Again, you can't tell <laughs> me. I, you can't I'm tell in... me. You can't tell me why the dice clay thing is an issue. It's not. You were wrong. Just say I was wrong. And we believe me. We I'm wrong all the time. Just say yeah on that one. I was wrong. No big deal. <laughs> What's funny? About uh, no big deal. What's well, yeah. not? I don't. I'm oh, wrong all the. I'm wrong all the time. Of course I'm upset. It's my show. Of course I'm upset. Like, I was wrong about Aaron Andrews. Like, you were wrong about Aaron Andrews. Like, things are, like, we we say things that are wrong. So why can't you say, yeah, you know what? I probably overreacted on the dice thing. No big deal. Sorry. Let's have a better relationship going forward. I don't know. Like, you know, I don't. Of course, yeah. Of course it's an overreaction. That's my job. Like, as you pointed out. It's not. uh, You love to point out the the Francis thing uh, about how he got in trouble and I should have done my job better. Well, yeah, now this is me doing my job better. I no, have it's to not. No, it's not. I disagree. You're, you're, I think because of that, you're now doing it too much. Like, I, And by the way, I didn't. Yeah, if, no you, if you listen, I didn't blame you for the Francis thing at all. I don't, I don't think Francis should have got fired. But my thing is... Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if K. Marco was doing his job better. You literally don't know what my job is or what my relationship is with him. You don't know anything about me, which is fine. But you don't. Even to take well, a shot at me on Twitter, you had to Google and get the top Deadspin results. Like well, that's, well, you just well, don't, the, the edit, you don't you're, know you're, the, you're the editor at Barstool, right? 
You're the one. Yeah, you're the one. So you're, you're the one who didn't let us say Andrew Dice Clay thinks Michael Jackson's innocent, correct? Yeah, so I know exactly. I I think so so in my world, I know exactly. I, I know exactly what your job is for me. I don't give a fuck what your job is for Ellie Schnitt or Willie Colon or Dave Portner or anything. For me, you don't. You have an issue with a comedian coming on our podcast and saying he thinks Michael Jackson's no, innocent, which is fucking no, crazy. It's scary, honestly. No, I, so I then why, why did you just leave it then? Why did not you just leave that. it? Why didn't you leave it? I know that. I know that's how you want to pitch it to well, your well, your, uh, well, well, your Twitter fans. Well, Keith, did you, did, you, did you delete it? Did do you I delete that? Did you delete that? Do I have a problem with Andrew Dice Clay saying that on your show? Is what you just said? Right. No, okay. I do not. Yeah, okay. So why why'd you delete it? Because putting it in writing okay. in that sentence, you didn't say Andrew Dice Clay said this. You listed. Yes, right. that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's, that's fucking, fucking bullshit. Lie. You're fucking lying. I saw it. I saw it. Either you're you're, for, you're forgetting your lying because that's not true. That's not true. Michael Jackson is innocent. Was one lie. It was. Bit, I, yeah, there was a comma separating it from Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. Clay comma says Michael Jackson is innocent. And by the way, who gives a shit if I think he's innocent? I don't. But who gives a fuck? What would happen if I think Michael Jackson's innocent? What would happen? What would happen? You're con- can I? You're yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Con- I'm trying to, but you don't have to tell me to go ahead when I'm talking. All right, go ahead. You're confusing, and you keep conflating me thinking these things. No, I don't. If I had a problem with these, if I had a problem with things comedians said on a podcast, I wouldn't work at Bar by Barstool, and I wouldn't have been here for ten years. I don't have a problem with a single thing that anyone says on any of these shows, no matter how risky it is. My job, like you said, is to be able to post things on the website that are okay to go on the website and will not get you in trouble with Dave and will not get Understood. his pieces written about us. Understood. I do not want his pieces written about us. I used to not care about that. After okay. a few things happen, it appears that I should care about that more. Okay. So yes, I overreacted so to things. Yes. Okay. So, yes. so, you, yes. so you overreacted. That's all. Just say you overreacted to it. No big deal. I fucking overreact all the time. It's not a big deal. I would say it's an overreaction, yeah, but okay. that's not like... Apology accepted. No big deal. No big deal. It wasn't a big deal. You you cried about this for four days and then brought it up again. It's a big deal to you. Well, you understand that we're we're trying to get that post up. This is a huge interview for us, Kim Marco. We're trying to get that post up, and you're actively smothering us. I don't don't care about the interview itself. I don't know if it's a big interview or not. That's not the issue. The issue to me is sort of the censoring of it when it doesn't make sense. The thing you mentioned before with Mike... Totally understood. That I didn't know about it. That makes sense to me. This one doesn't make sense to me. That's all. It's a case-by-case thing, and I understand that it's not easy to define. This one, I thought, was an overreaction. That's all. And yes, I overreact yeah, on that, and I overreact on overreaction. Exactly, you're exactly right about that. You want to talk about not communicating? If this was so important to you, I don't know who was just talking, because I can't tell your voices apart, but if it was Steve... It wasn't Mike. You're talking about how... Talk about how important this interview is, and talk about communication... You just save this shit in there and wait for me to refresh the page to see it. You've never emailed me and asked me, told, told me something was going up, planned to go something up. You know that I'm literally the only one here that cares to post your show on the site. But should he email I am the you only every one time? Here. Should I mean, he email you every I, time he needs to? I'm, I mean, not no, saying, no, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he should or shouldn't. You're the one saying how important it was and how much communication you want. That's fair. I think that's fair. Well, I think that's fair. So yeah, do you want me to email you every time going forward when I'm posting a blog post? Because there's never been a process set up. And, and also, there's never been a process set up for when you spike something. You just put it in the trash can, and I sit around, and I have to refresh the website to try and figure it out. I mean, at least like a text message or an email or, hey, this is what the problem was. Or, hey, crazy idea. You could have just deleted the Michael Jackson part and hit publish. That's true. I saw your tweet last night. Well, two things there. One is, yes, that's true. I could have told you when I deleted it. This one, this very specific one, like I said, I was 
being cunty on that email on purpose because this had happened three times and you had started to piss me off. So I may or may not apologize for that. Very professional. The, well second, the, the second part of what you said about communicating, no, you don't have to email me every single time. You have also never said that an interview was so important to you. Like, you just told me that this was the most important thing ever, that Andrew Dice Clay was so important. It was a big Why interview. It wasn't the most important thing okay. ever. And we did communicate with Gaz. We let you guys know we had a hot one that we wanted to promote. And Wait, I, nobody I, told me that. Do you think Gaz told me that? Do you think Gaz I, told me that? If I, I, I assume that when oh, I... Well, fine. Sh shut up, Steve. So, fine. We have some... We have some line of communication now. If we think something's a big deal, Steve will let you know. That that seems is that reasonable or no? There is, yeah, okay. you can talk to me about these posts since I am posting. Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm the only one here doing it. I, I I'm the only that. one here doing it for your show. For, so for you to tweet, you have no use for me. I would argue that you do have a use for me because I'm the only one here promoting your show, which you seem to care about a lot, as you should. And I would hope that you do well, I, I mean i gotta so be honest I, I i don't i me this is me kirk i know you like i don't it doesn't matter that much to me it matters more to other people i don't really you promote it great you don't whatever we do our show great if you want to promote it fantastic we haven't got a lot of promotion law that's probably our fault we need to work better on communication we'll do it my thing is just this thing the more i thought about it, it festered to piss me off because i didn't think there was an issue at all no one's gonna write a hit piece about i'm going circling back with Andrew Dice Clay and Michael Jackson. You and I just have a disagreement about that. That's fine. No That's big not your job to worry about that. Well, sure it's it is. Well, of course, of course it is. It's my show. Of course it's my job to worry about it. Kirk, it's your job to talk about whatever you want on your podcast and be as controversial as possible. My job is that website. My job is if you, if David's going to fire you for something you put on the website, and you probably wouldn't look for this. You're correct. You definitely wouldn't. But yes. Yeah, I know, but you're already in hot water with him. He already literally took your powers away to post on the site. You are not allowed to post on BarstoolSports.com. I've never posted on BarstoolSports.com. I don't care. It's not, okay. I don't do okay. it. Okay, then transfer, then transfer this conversation to Steve. Fine, that's what I'm saying. For your, for your podcast post to go on the site, it has to be okay for the site. And as I explained to you, it is very different seeing things just sitting there and writing than listening to the context of a conversation and hearing Vice Clay say that. Just like the Chappelle show thing, when you take statements from Chappelle and put it in a sentence as if you just said it, it's a lot different than when you... Yeah, you're right. the isn't that, isn't that a good thing, K. Marco, sometimes, to get people to click on the blog? Like, isn't that kind of a sensational thing? Yeah, but, I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys want it both ways, though. You want to post everything, and then as soon as no, one no. thing out of 100,000... There's been, there's been four blogs that have gotten us in trouble out of the over 100,000 that have been posted, mm -hmm. and each time something like that happens, you want to get your Twitter gang to tell K. Marco that he doesn't do anything here and doesn't do his job because that was too over the line, that one line that was in a blog. Well, I mean, if you can't, but if you can't, if you're, about, if you're worried about people on Twitter, I mean, there's not much I can do for you. I'm but, not worried. But, but I would say... I'm not worried about but, it. If I was worried about people on Twitter, I wouldn't be here anymore. I'm but, saying you want it both ways. You want I, don't, I, don't want both ways. I don't want it both ways at all. I just said to you, I, I had no problem with what you did with the mic thing. I just said to you five minutes ago, I'm fine with that. You spiked it. I get it. This one, like, I just, I just keep going back to... I think we just have a philosophical disagreement. I don't think it's a big deal. I told Dave three weeks ago on the phone that this Albright thing was not going to be a big deal at all. He told me it was going to be bigger than the AOC thing. And I said, Dave, bigger no than the Francis thing. Big, and, and bigger than the Francis oh. thing. And I said, nobody's going to care about it. Nobody. I was right. On this one, I think I'm right as well. Doesn't mean I am right. I'm just saying we just disagree. I mean, that's is that a big deal? I don't think it is. <laughs> I did not think it was a big deal. It clearly became a big deal when I got here on Monday and my Twitter was full of you ranting about me.
Well, yeah, I mean, you, I also, you also that, came back last night and called me a fucking idiot because well, I, you are, I can't you read are, your mind. You are an idiot. You just got a fucking prank called a good by point a, a fucking yeah. DEC for three minutes because he was John Dennis. I don't think you're exactly... Hey, Marco made one good point. I think we can all agree on that Steve's an idiot and then work from there. That's a good building block, I think. Yeah, no, Steve strikes me as kind of a dickhead, so that is why I was dickhead. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I, I think finally... And that is, and that is exactly, that's exactly how this happened in the first place and exactly why you flipped out is because Steve is playing the middleman and mm. doesn't seem to be able to do that very well. Is this Interesting. Interesting. Is, part, is part of this because you guys don't trust Steve because the Albright thing still? Is I don't that, even know what you're talking about. The Benjamin Albright thing, the whole thing, thing that Steve almost I, got fired over. You know what that is. You know what that story is. I don't is. trust... Who is talking? Who is that? Fly Mike. I know. We all feel the same way. All right. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead. I don't... What, ask your question again, Mike. <laughs> does, does this have anything to do with the Benjamin Albright thing? I didn't know if people were still pissed about that with uh, Steve. I don't care about what I don't care about what people are pissed at. I care what Steve saved in that little block of text, and then I will click publish on it. I just I deleted this one. I didn't tell you, and I was a big you on your email because after a few weeks, you had started to strike me as kind of a dickhead yourself. Meaning right. me or Steve? Kirk, Steve. Oh, okay. I never Kirk when I Kirk. I had never talked to you outside of when I introduced myself to you. And said hello. Right. And I said on the phone. And I said we had good. I said we had. I said on the air yesterday when I saw you tweet that. You know, I said we had two good phone conversations, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I think the, I, well, the, second, the second one, the second one was a little contentious, but I thought we got to the ground that essentially we're at now. I think so. I mean, I just think going forward, I, it sounds like it's a communication thing. That's all. But you don't like Steve, so I think that's going to continue to be an issue going forward. I suspect. I wouldn't say I don't like Steve. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean. I love you. I love you too, K. Marco. I think we can just get on a professional standard. We both think each we are dickheads, but we can work together to get a good blog post up each day, right? Yeah, I mean, I said he's a dick. I don't know why you think that. I mean, I don't like him. Oh, I understand. Every single <laughs> I understand. person I work with is a dick. I understand. I understand. Uh, okay, so I think okay, so I think we've got our our we've got everything, and you're going to go do your deposition now. Uh, yeah, I can't talk about that, but yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> So we'll call that the end of phase one of the feud where you kind of see where I really think at the end of that phone call there was some lightheartedness and a real agreement of communication and what they needed to do. Of course, you'll come to find out, or as you already know, that did not happen. We're going to skip ahead now a month to November 7th, 2019, where Kirk interviews Donald Trump Jr. on the show. And just like the Andrew Dice Clay blog post headline, K. Marco wasn't going to be putting this on the blog for political reasons. Which at that time, as a stoolie, where Barstool really didn't touch politics, Kirk really was, I mean, rigs a little bit the first to really kind of talk about politics on a regular basis. It was something Barstool and Dave in particular really didn't want on the site. So I did get it at first where K. Marco was coming from, but as things unfold, not so much. So let's get into it, that November 7th episode of the Kirk Minahan Show where Kirk explains to the Minifans the latest feud with K. Marco. Of... Donald Trump Jr. in about 10 minutes. Yes. 
the source of much controversy in the Barstool <laughs> building. I, did. I was surprised by that. But. I don't know. I talked to Dave last night. He seemed fine with it. Steve, uh, it seems like a K Marco issue more than the. It might be. Yeah. I wonder, you know, sorry, I don't care about fucking horses running in circles. Okay, I'll do the best I can next time. You want me to do that? I mean, you with the fucking whatever TikTok. Uh, fuck off. Fuck off, K Marco. I mean, I like him when he came on. But if it's if it's a K Marco, what does the email say? Uh, it was actually text messages. Text message. I told him. I told him we were having Don Jr. on because I thought that he would appreciate that and see the value of doing so a blog about it. Don Jr. By the way, completely had Portnoy's back on the AOC thing. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that was kind of a totally had her back. Yeah, uh, rather his back on the on the thing. I told him we were having him on, and he said, uh, f- uh, "Fuck that guy." Uh, and uh, okay, okay. okay. Said, <laughs> Let's just have people on. You know, what we should have on a lot more is fucking uh, Rob Gronkowski, and we should have you know. <laughs> We should have uh, whoever else on. We should hire Johnny Manziel and act like he's a great guy. <laughs> Not like Donald Trump Jr. Right? Is that what we should do? Johnny yeah. Manziel's awesome. He's funny. Is that, is that what you want he's us cool. to do? Yeah, he's cool. He said, I'll give you the heads up right now so you don't waste your time. Dave won't let that up on the site. Okay. I talked to Dave last won't night. He absolutely, yeah, absolutely no problem with it. So either K. Marco's full of shit, which is possible, or Dave was lying to me on the phone last night. One of the, I, don't, I mean, one, is, one may be possible. By the way, and as I always say, I don't care. Don't promote it. I don't get no drive Steve crazy. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I hate that attitude. Like, oh, I hate that guy. Okay, so now Barstool, who all we do is rail against people who say they hate us without real reason. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, I hate that guy. Let's not have a conversation with him. Let's ostracize him. They're supposed to talking to the fucking guy. What does he mean by don't let it up on the site? Won't let it up on the site. Like promote it. Well, I tried, okay. Yeah, oh, I tried. Okay. I tried to. I actually tried to get clarification. I just said, uh, not looking for a fight. Honestly, just. Want to know what the what, what the deal is here? And correct, Barstool as a whole will not associate with him, but you are free to do whatever you want with him and promote through your channels as much as you want. Hmm. So it's Barstool as a whole. We're not part of Barstool as a whole. Well, what he was saying is, uh, any we're not going to be allowed to write about Don Junior oh, on the blog post. That that's what K Marco yes, was telling me yes, yesterday. We will. Yeah, I mean, we'll do what we always do. We'll, so do our, we'll do our thing and let well, them react. I talked to Dave last night. He had absolutely no issue with it. He, it, it K Marco Marco was saying this game right from Dave. I mean. I, th- I think there. Uh, I think lines may wires may have been crossed. Yeah, that's entirely possible. all the time. If if the son of the president, who's super active on social media, is kind of a meathead, frankly, but I mean, sort of. I, New York say, I wouldn't be surprised if he did KFC radio, like a totally non-political yeah, yeah, yeah. show. I'm sure he would like to. Dave's show on. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys. He has who would four be... million followers on Twitter. We're going to ask him about Portnoy today, and he's going to say something that. Is, right, you know, I, I don't know. I, I almost be, thought he'd be a good fit to be one of these guys who just comes into Barstool for to promote his book and does yeah, all their shows. Yeah, and I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Maybe they'll have. I have no idea. But but I I, I don't understand the. I don't know. I, I was surprised at that. The animus. I'm, I'm like, puzzled what, by that. Like, yeah. What do we? Odd instincts. Yeah. Like what do we? Because he's because he's a Republican, or because he's like what doesn't? I mean, like because even if. The headline is Kirk Minahan interviews Donald Trump Jr. Are people going to be like, ah, no! But, but yet they'll have the fucking bagel guy on all the time? <laughs> like, another, just another New York blowhard, right? right? Well, I mean, and the other thing, Don Jr. is not running for office. He's not well, a politician. Well, he, he might be at yes, some yes, point in time, but not, a, not officially. They've had, they've had interviewed Tulsi Gabbard. They've interviewed Andrew Yang, and they've had no problem promoting those. On those the are on the Zero Block 30. Yeah, uh, but, they, but they also PFT did. interviewed Andrew Yang. But, yeah. but they also oh, did. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. They did blog posts about him. They had him up on the, up on the homepage. Well. Yeah, and uh, yeah, right. And I mean, it's also, but again, I think it's a thing where, same as chaps, you know, uh, a pussy, another pussy, K. Marco got in Dave's ear and was like, yeah, I didn't like his politics. <laughs> like, fucking be pussy. I mean, you sit there and you write this great thing the other day 
about this asshole from Iowa, and you're doing the same fucking... I, I, well, Trump Jr.'s whole book is about how the media is so... Or the culture triggered. in general is triggered now. Exactly. Right. K. Marco was triggered it's yesterday. Triggered, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So I, I mean, don't get... Don Jr.'s book was basically about K. Marco. I don't want to deal with this thing where people are like, oh, you're like Hitler for having fucking Don Jr. on. <laughs> it's fucking Donald Trump Jr. I mean, let's not make him out like he's influential. I mean, really. we shouldn't give him a platform. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, evil, like, he's, he's like, an evil man. He's like one of the sons from Succession. Yeah, I guess. I mean, no, he's kind of a meathead. He's a New York meathead. Yeah. His dad happens to be president. He's rich. I, I, I think it's interesting to have him on and see if he says some stupid shit. I mean, what? what, what, I, mean, what I, I, I just don't understand how that's not obvious. It's annoying. It's just annoying. It's not a big deal, but it's just aggravating. Yeah. Like, you try and, you know, I mean, that seems like a no-brainer. I didn't because understand. At this point, it seems like uh, K. Marco is kind of go, he's going, that guy. He's going out of his way to start shit with us. Yeah, like, we're, just, we're just over here doing our yeah. thing, trying fuck, to fuck that be, guy. have a successful show. Well, fuck you. I mean, fuck that guy. Because I get if K. Marco said, I don't want this headline, like Donald Trump Jr. says... His father's meeting with North Korean leader. It's like, okay, well, then I get I it. Yes, I mean, I don't even go, I don't even really care about that. But that, yeah, I guess. But that, I think that's just boring political I love shit, this, like, which Barstool doesn't do. So you so disagree with, obviously, K. Marco disagrees with Donald Trump Jr., I'm guessing, politically? Yes. I was so close. what, asshole? I mean, you probably just, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> so what? Yeah. Right. You know, like, I mean, like we've never had liberals on this show yeah. before. Uh, what if we had AOC on and asked oh, her about great? Oh, congratulations! Asked her about the union shit. Yeah, I mean, what the that would be a headline? Piece of shit! This fucking K. Marco is. I mean, really? Fuck him? No? No, I, I, I can't explain it. I don't know. I don't know why he would, he would go out of his way to. I've been doing the show every day for three hours while these fucking the rest of these people do nothing. I'm sitting there like you know, you try and have one guest on. We have no guests on ever. We don't ask for a fucking thing. Not one fucking thing. And you do this and fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, now he's going to be mad. All I said was you can't put it in the headline, and Steve made it a thing. This will be Steve again somehow. He has text here. I mean, I don't know. seems like it's pretty cut and dried. Jesus. Well, he's going to be on in a minute or two here, so let's talk. So you can kind of start to see there where Kirk's just kind of fucking done with uh, K. Marco. And we're going to fast forward now to June 9th, where a old barstool... Name, old bar stool, hater, old bar stool, ghost comes randomly back into the bar stool universe by and the guy's name is Zonker. And Zonker owns Barstool.com. So the actual Barstool website is Barstoolsports.com and Zonker owns Barstool.com and he has forever and Dave's offered him and he's told the story a bunch. He's offered him thousands and thousands of dollars to get that domain. And this guy is, I don't know, back in the day, they used to think it was funny because people would email uh, like Dave or whatever and they would put, you know, Portnoy at Barstool.com instead of Portnoy at BarstoolSports.com. So Zonker would email that person back with some snidey asshole remark like like if you're trying to get a job you should probably get the email right or something something along that that nature but that's all it was he was in the shadows of just owning that website he had never done anything with the company except for when Dave would email him offers for the for the website and then he got into the Minahan world a little bit and you'll uh, you'll hear Kirk explain it uh, in some audio coming up where he was kind of a, he said he liked the show at first and then he started to shit on it a little bit and then 
one random day, he Zonker published a blog on BarstoolSports.com. And the title of that blog was When Rich White Boys Talk About Race. That is a crazy headline for Barstool in general. Even if they were talking satire about maybe some, I don't know, pick your random white college kid who has a lawyer dad. But it was written by Zonker. During, and I should mention, this is during the times, it was after shortly after the George Floyd tragedy. So everything was heightened, everybody's senses were heightened. Everybody was calling everybody out for you, every, you. You, we don't have to go over that, but I'm gonna read the blog by Zonker now, and I'm just. I know I sometimes stumble on my words, but this is. I'm reading this verbatim. There isn't a lot of periods in this sentence. There's a, and there isn't a lot of commas or punctuation for that matter. So bear with me while I try to stumble through this because it is long, but it is insane. He starts, a response to the KMS live stream by Zonker. Parentheses, yeah, that a-hole again. Believe me, I wasn't dying to type another. One, Ferguson did not accomplish nothing. The protest forced DOJ action, which led to significant systematic changes in the local police department and courts which had been preying on the people as a source of revenue. It may not have been put an end to the unjustifiable killing of minorities by police, but it raised nation, national awareness, which doubtlessly meant increases in volunteers and donations for groups that fight racism, and the humiliation of the officer could have deterred other incidents. Serious question. Point to a community that had the kind of progress Ferguson has utilizing only peaceful protest. If you can't, then the only answer to why riots happen is staring you in the face. Looting is some people taking advantage. 2. The Minnesota Freedom Fund website says the following on their website. It is wrong to cage people, to jail those who are not a risk to themselves or their communities. Did Kirk even know the name of the organization he was ridiculing, much less its policies? Should protesters arrested on charges like failure to disperse or similar nuisances charges used to suppress peaceful protests? Sit in jail for want or $250 because Kirk saw several really horrible acts of violence and tells people that their money would be going to free the worst people they saw on TV? I don't know if the organization has ever bailed out a violent felon and people may be promoting other organizations, but did Kirk know the facts? Were those barstool girls really promoting bail for violent felons? People on bail are usually presumed innocent. This again lumps peaceful protesters together with the violent criminals by focusing attention on a few particularly violent videos. This helps keep the conflict alive and makes it more intense. Even Dave Portnoy recognizes that. In addition, it slanders liable supporters to the fight against racial injustice as being on the side of violent criminals rather than of non-violent accused who are in jail because they don't have Kirk's resources, and often use right-wing canard used to incite fear. 3. The implication the protesters should be mollified because the guy is going to jail for life is inaccurate. 
The charge of third-degree murder carries a maximum of 25 years and second-degree manslaughter 10 years. It is not a sure thing that he will be convicted and much less so on the top charge and very unlikely he would get the maximum anyway. And almost no one serves the full sentence the officer in Ferguson avoided conviction. Why would they have faith this one won't? The medical examiner already tried to blame intoxicants. 4. Kirk mentions, I think, multiple times that the officer should not have still been on the force given his record. This is likely as much or more of a driver of the protest than the individual event that catalyzed the anger. There is a lot of stuff that doesn't get filmed or wind up on TV. Acknowledging the systematic problem is fine, but did he call for it to be addressed? Did he suggest the DOJ intervene to investigate the PD like they did to positive results in Ferguson? Of course, he probably doesn't know about that since he thinks Ferguson accomplished nothing. Despite all the attention and money devoted to educating people, somehow Kirk doesn't know much about this event in race relations in America. Maybe he should just stick to talking about events and their flavors. Five. And the final one, finally. Five. Kirk is right that, like every other segment of society, African Americans can increase their voter turnout as a way of influencing who governs them. This take, of course, completely ignores the impact of gerrymandering and the many forms of voter suppression with a great impact on maintaining the less than equal representation. It is is a subtle right-wing viewpoint I see people missing that bothers me when the over-stuff ever does. Carl Rove would be proud of Kirk. Still, I can't be sure of his intent. Maybe he just doesn't know better, but if he is going to comment to people who take him seriously, maybe he should educate himself first. <sighs> I need a breath. So that that's a blog on Barstool Sports by someone who doesn't work for Barstool Sports. It was racially charged, politically charged, and just inaccurate and just so ignorant on so many levels no matter what side you're on and it's crazy that that blog was on Barcelona I've never read anything like that and there hasn't really been anything like that since then and obviously Kurt gets a wind of this even though it was only up for 45 minutes and obviously Kirk's not gonna take this lightly so he, he digs for some answers. And I'm going to play his podcast from June 9th called K Marco de Lenda S. And I'm fast forwarding it to the 22 mark, 22 minute mark. If you want to listen to Kirk kind of break down that line for line, that blog line for line, you can go to that episode. I was going to put it in, but it was it was 20 minutes long and I'm already using a lot of his audio, so I figured I would just read it. So here's Kirk talking about the hit piece that was just written about him that he just read on the podcast first thing is i text steve and i'm like what the fuck is this and then he calls me no this is real and i'm like well okay <clears throat> i'm confused because I, I mean i know this guy's been trying to fuck with us and to me like he's not as disciplined or as smart but he's no different than a murchison we're just trying to fuck with us and trying to be an asshole yeah, i think murchison gives him too much cry i would call him more of a reachio that's what he is right that's, yeah. yeah but he, but he'd like to be like that and you know, good luck. Um, uh, but so um, 
So my next move is then to, I, I text Dave, and I'm like, I send him the link. I'm like, the fuck is this? Uh, call him, no answer. So I call K. Marco. And I said to him, he answered the phone, and, and talking to him is fucking exhausting because he's, he's, he's fucking sensitive, he's, and he's always three things behind. He always does this whole, you're, you're, you're treating me like a guest on your show. He does the whole fucking You're joking, right? You have to be joking. Yeah, that whole thing. So I'm like, Keith, what the fuck is this? I'm like, you fucking published this? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the Zonker thing. And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, he's like, well, your issue's with Dave. Dave was fine with it. Dave was fine with it. And I was like, but you understand, like, why this is fucking crazy, right? This is fucking crazy. He's like, I don't know what you're talking. Why are you getting all worked up? And so the phone rings. It's Dave. I was like, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. So Dave's like, uh, I'm like, Dave, what the fuck? He's like, I saw it. It's, it's fucking stupid. He's like, it's fucking crazy. It's dumb. Uh, he's like, K. Marco texted me and said it was kind of funny. And, I, and, I, and Dave's like, I didn't read it. He's right. like, so K. Marco posted it. Uh, and he's like, you're right. He's like, it's ridiculous. He's like, I don't understand it. I don't know why it's on there. I don't know why we're politicizing it. And keep in mind, as I said before, Dave has always said the written word counts that he doesn't care what we say on podcasts the written word is what matters right and we so, don't we don't tee it up for our enemies we don't tee it up for our enemies so here it is you know a guy who's been trying to fuck with us using my own company to do it which again if everything's equal and we're allowed to publish whatever we want i don't even really care about but there are two rules that are going on in k marco world you know if andrew dice clay says something or we say something about albright or trenny it gets spiked but zonker wants to basically call me i guess a racist you know, in the middle of the biggest thing in the country? Well, that, that's fine. That flies. No problem. So Dave's like, you're right. You have every right to be upset. He's like, I'd be pissed too. He's like, do you want me to take it down? I said, absolutely not. I said, leave it. I don't I don't want it deleted. I think it has since been deleted or no? Uh, yeah, they have taken it down. Okay. I, I mean, said, it's, it's pretty simple. What do you think What do you think our advertisers are going to think when okay, our okay, own but, company is calling us racist? Right, but I'm just telling you. For me, I want it up. Because it's, it's to me... It, it, I know you said that right from, right from the gate. crystallizes yesterday. everything perfectly. I would never call for it to be deleted, ever. You can ask Dave that. I d- definitely did not delete it. Dave wanted to delete it, I think. So it got deleted. So we talked for, I don't know, six or seven minutes. It was fine. Uh, his point was K. Marco completely fucked up. I said, okay, great. Uh, so I called K. Marco, and I was like, what do you have to say for yourself, shithead? And he's like, well, well, well Dave's calling me back, so... And I was done. I think I talked. I don't even know. I talked to you, Steve, at that point. Yeah, I think we we talked for, for like a minute while, or two. Yeah. I'm like wandering around, and then K. Marco calls me back, and we talk for about a half hour, and it is a fucking war. And it ended okay. And like you know, like I just have no. I just don't trust him. I just don't trust him. Like I know his game. He fucking hates us. He did this to hurt you. Yeah, he did this to fuck with me. I don't know why. I mean, and his thing is, and I hate to say this. I please don't listen to this. Minda fans, he hates when you guys fuck with him. So <laughs> oh no, so don't do that. Oh no, don't endlessly fuck with him. For this, okay? apparently he's reporting Twitter accounts this morning. Well, keep him. I would just say keep don't keep him coming. Okay, I don't I don't like that. It's not nice at all for a guy who wanted the show gone because, in my opinion, we are not as left loon as he is or Zonker is. So Zonker wrote something, and what K. Marco said to me was, "I said, what's funny about it?" Was my first point because Dave said that you thought it was funny. He's like, "No, no, I'll read you the text." He said, "I thought it was kind of funny that a random guy like Zonker would write this." Oh, well, then why, I can just write anything, right? <laughs> right. Oh, it's fine. I can yeah, just write whatever I want. Yeah, no, sure, cool. Awesome. I'm you a think, random guy. Right. <laughs> well, so, and so I said to him, I said, you know, because like, Dave said this too. He's like, I think they thought that Zonker had been on the show and that we liked him and stuff because he had been on that the stupid the, the show we used to have with the um, uh, men's health. Yeah. So I was like, no, 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 no. Like, no, I don't. You know, I was like, I don't know him. I don't think I've ever spoken to him. Maybe he's called him once. I don't know the answer to that. No, he's never been on this show. Okay, so I've never spoken to him. He messaged me a few times. I messaged him back, whatever. But we've had no correspondence. He's blocked me. I know nothing about him. 
personally at all. Um, but I was like, I don't like the guy. He's trying to fuck with us. And, and K. Mark was like, I didn't know that. Da, da, da. I'm like, fine. I was like, but you read the story. Like, you think I'm friends with this guy? Like, and I, I'm not even. He didn't read it. Not no, he didn't read it. I don't think Zonker's ever attempting to be funny in that article. No, 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 no. I, I want to know what the funny aspect is. That's what I said. I said, Mark will walk us through. Which line did you laugh at? That's what I said to him. I said, explain the seminal me. line? I said, I, said, <laughs> I, think I, I, I think I can be a funny guy sometimes. I think our show can be funny. I said, I can recognize humor. Well, I said, point to me the couple of things that made you laugh about that. He's like, no, it was funny that he just randomly wrote it. I was like, okay, what's funny about that? What's Especially funny? to anyone reading. The, right. There's no context for what the live None. stream even is. There's, it barely even, does it say your last name? And it just says Kirk. Above. No, it makes no sense. The guy's a lunatic and they publish it, which again, if everything's equal, fine. But I said to him, I'm like, well, what about Albright? What about Andrew? What was the Andrew Dice Clay thing? He said Michael Jackson was innocent. Yeah. yeah. So, so a comedian thinks Michael Jackson's innocent. Who it, fucking cares? I was probably kidding about it, honestly. He, he wasn't. Who cares? <laughs> right. Who cares? I mean, what does it even matter? He was worried that a line could be taken out of context. But do you think that there's anything in this Zonker oh, post no, that could be taken out of context? Not at all. I mean, so think of it. And I tried to explain to Kmart because Kmart again has never generated a dime for the company other than some shitty book, which I don't know if anybody bought. He's never meant anything. He means nothing. I don't know. He's there because he's been there forever, but he's irrelevant compared to Dan or Kevin or Dave or those guys. He's useless to the company. He actually hurts the company. You could replace him tomorrow and nothing would change. Nothing. Uh, I, oh, I, 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 oh, go ahead, Mike. You're going to say something? Just that you're saying taken out of context. The headline is meant to paint you guys as racist. Of course. Privileged racist. Of course. <laughs> and, and, and I said, I said to, to K, K. Marco, I said, so, you know, when we have enemies... And we do. And K. Marcus trying to play it up like, oh, you know, you're doing your conspiratorial thing where people are out to get you. And I'm just like, okay, great, fine. We can do that if you'd like. But when this happens inevitably, people are going to say, geez, you know, crazy right-wing women-hating barstool, racist barstool. Even this guy is too racist in, 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 yeah. for them. Like, they, yeah, yeah. So they put it on their own page. They, their editor said, you know what, he's so – we had to put it there. Right. And he doesn't even understand. He fucking doesn't understand. He's never had to deal with reality. Or he does understand it. And yeah, and he's he an asshole. Right, do. one or the other. One or the other. You're right. So I said to him, I said, let me explain it to you. Like, uh, So let's say a police officer decides to submit an op-ed to Barstool. Well, just a police officer who's so disgusted by what Ellie said and, and on her podcast that they're not going to listen to Barstool anymore, buy their products. Would you run that? It'd be hilarious, right? Yeah, but, Wouldn't it be funny right, if some right, random guy right. said that? Like, 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 like how often are there... Random op-eds, anyway, from people who aren't part of the Barstool world. I don't think I've ever seen I'm not familiar one. with one. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they've happened. I'm, I'm, you Probably. Know, whatever. But, yeah. I mean, how and how often are they targeted a specific person at the company with no humor involved? None. I, that's what I said to him. I said, times, I, said, I said to him, I said, list me all the times that somebody has written on your Barstool page a hit piece about one of your own personalities that has no humor attached to it. List them all. He's like, I can't think of one. I said, until today. Or that does have humor attached to it. Right, but, he, but, but, yeah, <laughs> but I would even, you know. Just think, name any example. Right, it was funny, I'd be fine. And, and, and by the way, if they let us do it, let us do it all the time, I'd actually be semi-okay with this too. It's crazy. But I'd say, all right, whatever. But I don't, I, I don't understand. Here's the, and the other thing I said to him, I said 50 things to him. The other thing I said to him was, the last time we talked, he called me and basically wanted to know why I, I, He's he gets mad about the semantical thing, basically why I don't like him, but he gets mad about that. Whatever it was, I forget what it was. It was, was why do I criticize him all the time? I criticize him all the time. He's a fucking shithead. He sucks at his job. He should be fucking fired. That's why. But uh, it ended okay that last conversation, and so the one yesterday, by the way, because I just now I just know whatever. I just don't trust him to be 
more whatever effusive or not have such a bad thought of you and you get this random story from zonker about me don't you reach out to me i would think don't you just, just give me what, a, a quick text message me, to either of us like what the fuck is this no like, because he's lying because he didn't right, think you guys were friends <laughs> right but but he's is he stupid then because he know i mean he's also terrified of the minifans so he knows when he publishes this we're gonna see it and he's gonna fucking eat shit i guess so i mean like I, so I, I mean i don't know well, maybe he should publish his correspondence with Zonker. I'm sure the private emails that they shared would uh, uh, exonerate him. I'd be completely. curious because I know this guy sent emails to Dan, to Kevin, as Marty. He sent emails to Dan, to Kevin, uh, to Dave. Uh, so I imagine he got, K. Marco got some. I guess I, I don't. I, I think there was a. There'd have to be a back and forth. You know, I don't getting know. him to publish it. I don't. So we'll call this the beginning of the final stage of the Kirk versus K. Marco feud. Where the Zonker blog really puts everything over the edge. It it was already kind of teetering on the fences, and this was this was a major fuck up by K Marco. And I will say before we get into it, there is like a point zero 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 one percent like where I see where K Marco was coming from. Not in the sense of that that blog should have never been posted. Like the context of that, everything that's said in it should not have been posted. But Zonker, a lifelong like villain of Barstool, posting on the blog, but it should have been towards Dave or or like KFC about like I don't know fucking sports team or something dumb. Not you know race racism in the biggest you know store saddest story in the country at that time. So that's where the fuck up was. But this and this this next part's a little bit for the Minifans. At the end of that same episode, um, the uh, Kirk. For those that don't know, Kirk the uh, hasn't actually for a long time. But they used the Minifans used to send in parody songs. They made about like what was going on in the Miniverse. And here is uh, I think Kirk's favorite and a lot of Minifans' favorite. It's, this is a top two Minifan parody song for me uh, by Steve's a liar guy. So if you remember it, sing along. If this is your first time hearing it, enjoy. Song that I think is relevant. Oh, go good. Well, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I don't want six parody songs in tomorrow's <laughs> show about Kim Marco either. I think this is... Marco's a rapper, and he's proven he's a giant disgrace now. <laughs> Can't believe what he called people of the African American race now. You <laughs> should hang with DEC, cause I heard they got a similar taste now. <laughs> and he's a cunt, 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 and he likes his girls to be underage. Well, he spends his time trying to figure out which blocks to spike now. This in red looking fuck looks like his head was crushed in a vice now. You know he has a bad one, even Riggs can make fun of his eyes now. And he's a cunt, 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 and he likes his girls to be underage. Personality is only a shtick now. Knowing people like him really exist makes me want to feel sick now. Hopefully, Willie Cologne can 
and make him eat his giant supersized dick now. <laughs> and he's a cunt, 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 and he likes his girls to be underage. Well, he's a cunt, 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 and he likes his girls to be underage. That's a great one. He's on a roll right there. <laughs> Can't deny it. That's a catchy ass tune. So now we're going to move forward to later that night for the Barstool Rundown. So this is the first time in this episode we're going to be hearing from Prez, KFC, and Big Cat about the K. Marco versus Minahan feud. And of course they had to obviously bring this up. It was a massive story. It was it ran with serious radio radio all day. And a lot of people, if you are this is two years old, if you're you know if you were around watching, listening to Barstool then, you're gonna remember this rundown, because it was the Who Who Muted Who live rundown, where Dave was in the pool and he he thought they were playing a trick on him at the office, but literally, they come to find out later on at the end of the rundown, Dave had the mute on his phone on. All-time, all-time rundown moment. All-time rundown moment. Brings you back to the old uh, Milton days. And if you ha- if you are, a quick little plug about episode three of the Barstool Sports History Lesson. If you have listened to it, go back. It's about the Barstool rundown, the origins. Like I said prior, Dave's in a fucking pool during this rundown, so his audio is absolute garbage. I promise it's not on my end. I'm making it as crystal clear as I can, so just bear with me. So here's them talking about the K-Marco-Minahan feud. He's like, hey, Zonker wrote a blog. Kind of like, I forget how he phrased it. Like, hey, kind of funny. Zonker wrote a blog about Minahan, like they got in a fight or something on his live stream. Like, can I, he's like, it's kind of meaningless, like a nothing blog. Can I post it? And I haven't talked to her. Like, Zonker, I pay no attention to. Um, And I did think he was kind of in the Minifan world or whatever. I was like, are you sure that it's Zonker and not a fake Zonker? He's like, yeah, it's Zonker. I'm like, all right, sure, post it. Didn't read it, had nothing, no idea what it was about. Minifan, Minahan texted me at like five, being like, what the fuck? With a link to the article. That's when I saw it. And I couldn't believe that that blog was posted. I couldn't believe that Keith would ask me to post that. And I can't, like, the way he phrased it, it was so casual and such, like, a nothing, like, hey, it's funny that Zonka wrote a blog. It's kind of, you know, not not here or there. Like, should I post it? I kind of thought it was just going to be a typical Zonker, like, one of the weird-ass blogs. That was, like, the most political, like, politically charged thing we've ever published <laughs> i went nuts on k marco and i'm not i like k marco he's been with us forever i i his brain died on that one it flat out died like i i now his answer was i meant it's funny that zonka wrote a blog not that it was a funny blog but he still was like it's not that it's not an earth shattering blog kind of funny i mean that blog that that was insanity to have that blog on our blog from zonker was pure insanity. That's all I have on that. Absolutely befuddling. It's as mad as I've been. God, like I don't yell at you. Like that, I yelled at him like he was a new. Employee. I was, I was taken aback, and that's all I have to say on that. 
All right, I'm going to unmute, so there'll probably be an echo. Kevin? Uh, it, do we know that this is, like, the original Zonker? I feel like... I the, don't... Yeah. yeah. I feel like... Oh, I, asked, I, I asked... I asked... I asked Keith that. That's all I asked, because I haven't followed it, but I knew there were multiple, and he's like, yeah, the same, like, signature or something for the past, like, decade, so it's him. So once he said that, I'm like, yeah, whatever, publish it. Yeah. So... I was. So I, I thought it was weird that Zonker had his own handle. That was what weird me. Because no, like he, he he emailed it to Keith. Right, but but yeah, then it was like published under Zonker. I know we published other Zonker shit in the past. That's it's a different Zonker. That dude who he liked Minahan and now he doesn't like Minahan. I feel like it's like a pen name for some assholes. Maybe. So is the Keith apologize? Uh, he was initially defensive. He's like, I, it, it, I love Keith. I, I don't, I have no idea what, and I love Keith. And I, he's been with us forever. Minahan's theory of like, Keith doesn't like Minahan. And it was a way to write something negative about him. Like without it being, he thought that Keith wrote it, but like the publish, that's the only, as crazy as it sounds, it's the only rational thing. I, I just don't. Like, in what world would, would Keith think we'd want that on the... Like, he didn't even mention it was political. He's just like, it was a nothing blog. A nothing funny blog. That's, like, what he texted me. Yeah, I mean, they might... I was like, that. that's a pretty big fuck-up. But, like, we know Keith. He's a good friend. He's been, like like you said, he's been with us forever. Like, I can't... I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drag him through the coals. He fucked up. He did fuck up. And if he admits he fucked up, then he fucked yeah, up. I just... He had a brain cramp. I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. I mean, what, I, I thought that when I saw it, I was like, wait, did Zonker figure out a way to redirect or something? Because I, I was like, I couldn't believe that it was posted. Yeah, neither could I. When I read it, when I, my, my jaw hit the ground. I was like, oh, my God. How did this end up? Of all people have Zonker write the most inflammatory like, thing that's ever been like written. It, it was just... Well, that, I was that's really the thing. Like, if, if it was just trashing Minahan and it was, like, shit-talking, whatever. But the fact that it was politically, like... Very charged. I feel like, it, like if, if that That's was a what plot, I thought it was, I thought like it was like like having like just a weird back and forth. Right, right. So, so, so Kirk has a totally legitimate gripe, and Keith fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm sure, I'm sure Kirk will just let that one die slowly. Oh, Kirk's going. He's calling. He's calling for him to be fired. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is when people like tweet us being like fire kickers, like no, he is yeah, literally no way, like one of the first guys. And he's well, you also you also can't be like so anti cancel culture and now want this dude fired. You know, that's, that's Minahan being Minahan. I mean, Minahan was going off on me like I was just screaming over him. Minahan's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" What? I'm like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> but he did have a legitimate gripe. I think it's, it's fair for Kirk. Like, I, if that had happened to me, I would be just as mad as Kirk is. So I don't think it's unfair for him to be mad. He had every right to be mad. I told that. He, in this case, he was in the right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Are you still pretending your phone doesn't work? Are you pretending your phone doesn't work? <laughs> hey, you're pretending your phone doesn't work. So there's the as it's been called now, High Council's take on that matter as of day one. And of course, of course, Kirk had his issues with what they had to say. So, in the, they go back, Kirk goes back to the studio that night to record a podcast reaction to 
that rundown and everything else that had transpired throughout that day since they had la- since he had last had his podcast in the morning. So we go. So let's hear that episode and the episode title of that. And this is a theme. Hashtag Fire K Marco. And Kirk just straight up calls Dave, Big Cat, and KFC to give his gripes about what they had to say, which is why Kirk is the best. There's really only, I think really only those four guys in the company would do such a thing. I think everyone else would kind of talk about it on the podcast and be talked behind their back or on so, or just Twitter fingers. Not, But this is why I love Kirk. This is why every, everybody who's a minute fan loves Kirk because he just, he'll talk it out with anybody about anything, even the guys he likes. So here we'll start with uh, his first phone call, which is to Portnoy. Do you know, do you know, do you, do you want me to define what cancel culture is, you fucking idiot? Oh, you're mad about the cancel culture? Plus, it's fucking, Kurt, it's, it's Kurt, fucking, it's, Kurt, it's, you're mad. You're a fucking dummy. Cancel culture you're is. You're a dummy. Listen, I heard you say the cancel culture, and I just want to fucking rile you up like a fucking toy, which I did. Why don't you, let me ask you a serious, can I ask you a serious question? I don't know how fucking drunk you are, but may I ask you one question? I'm not drunk, Paul. Gaz is listening to your fucking live stream. He's like, listen to Kirk talk about cancel culture. You're fucking ass. You should fire this fucking asshole anyway. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is a, this is, as I said earlier, a coup d'etat. Do you know what that means? Yeah, a takeover. Yes, that was done. You have no issue with that whatsoever. None. I, he, he, he got reprimanded by my voice. But what reprimand is that? He's going to do it. You want, can I, uh, let me ask you this question. He won't do it again. I, I, this guy, no, I don't want this guy uh, being in charge of what we publish and don't publish anymore. That's ridiculous. That is fucking ridiculous. All right, all right, all right. Wait, you mean you, the, the, the Minifan specifically, you mean? No, me or, or Steve. All right, fine. Uh, what do you mean? Fine. I'll, you will have a new editor. Fine. Well, fine. And I want him all fired right, also. Right. I want him fired also. I know you do. You're a cancel culture guy. You're a fucking idiot. Do you know what? Do you even know what that means? As I said earlier, if you could put your one of your restaurants, I know. Just look at fucking shit in your sandwich. Right. That's that. This is not cancel culture. I know, that's what you said. I heard it. I heard it. Why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Why am I doing what? Just fuck you. you. Fuck you. All right. Was this on the air? Yes, it's on the air. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I got you. I, I got you worked up. All right. Well, let me say, as I said, I do appreciate the fact that initially, right away, you said this was a fuck up, and it needed yep. to be corrected. Fine, but it doesn't bother you at all. This guy lied to you like six different ways about this. The whole, the whole thing bothers me. I, I told you, I, I was, I was, I yelled at him like he was an intern, which I've never done, and, and I was very mad that that thing got published. It, everybody's human. The problem with you being right is that you're right. Everyone's on your side agreeing. Not true. That's not true. But I will say, I heard Blind Mike fucking talking about this. True. I agree. Which is, so, yeah, I know I agree. I'm not fighting. I guarantee you this. If K. Marco goes down, fucking Blind Mike's going to win because sold, he broke up. Sold. He, sold. He, he, broke, he broke a bigger rule. Dave, sold. He, sold. He sold. Done. Let's go. Me. Let's go, baby. Sold. Sold. I'm with you. I'm Fireball. Fireball. I mean, do it. Blind Mike. 
blatantly different. different. Absolutely. It's, it's, in a lot of ways, the same thing. Get cancel culture. Fucking cancel. No, it's way worse. Way worse. And Marco did. This was direct order from me. Well, yeah, but but please, it, I think it. Was. It, it, I understand. He's, he's not I understand, but but, but but but. By by K Marco's job, by definition, the order is you don't do shit like this. That's the same as a, that's the same he as a direct. Up. But that's the same as a direct order. You know that. He fucked up. So here's what he you're saying. Tweet up. this out, Steve. Uh, is this a proposal from 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 Dave? What he's saying is, well, no, K Marco. I'm not firing K Marco. You know that. Is it because like if he? All right, let me ask you this. We talked about this earlier, not on the live stream. If K Marco had posted the Francis thing himself, would you have fired him for that? No. So what what has to happen? What can I make happen for him to get fired? Like what is if, like, like I, I, if I said, similar if there's a similar instance of what transpired happens again, that would be a major problem. Fire fireable at that point. Yes, I would okay. say so. Okay. All right. So I need so so. Okay. That's okay. Good. I got it. Fine. Fantastic. All right. Fine. But you do understand that's not actual cancel culture, which you tweeted out, correct? I understand that it would get you mad, so that's why I did well, I'm, I'm trying to work, okay? I'm working here. Yeah, well, listen, listen. It, it did exactly what I, what I wanted well it played. to do. The master I, plays I, again. I, I tweeted it, and then I told Paul, and we both giggled, and oh, then we good. called. Good. Well, good for it. you. Good for the two of you. I'll be at a good fucking rollicking good time. Goodbye. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> I've listened to that that phone call now a couple times pulling the clip and all that jazz and I've laughed every time it's just but now we'll fast forward just a couple minutes into the podcast to them calling Big Cat would you call him Big Pussy last week? I did (laughs) stand by it Church is rocking. They're with begging him. these college football beat writers to tweet back at them. That's what he's doing <laughs> no. right now. Hello? Wait, what's up? Yo. You got a minute or no? Uh, I was about to start recording, but what's up? Hey, real quick. Just real quick. I consider you a friend, okay? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I consider you a friend. Okay. I watched the rundown tonight. When, yeah. When Kevin says... Uh, that's an example of cancel culture, and you say good point. That is not the definition of cancel culture. <laughs> or a good point. Or a good point. Wait, but trying, no. trying to get someone fired is no, is, no, it, it is no, it is again. I will make the I will make the uh, comparison I made to Dave a few minutes ago, and I will make the Kevin a few answer I'm gonna make to you. You go to do you like IHOP or no? Sure. You and I go to IHOP. Let's say we have breakfast. Like you kept saying, we even have ice cream at the, at the Super Bowl. You blew me off every single time. But let's say that's we go. That's not true. We had it once. We did. It was nice. We go to IHOP, okay? And you and you order your. What do you order at IHOP? Pancakes, probably. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, I did. I did. I mean, do you want? No. No. Let's not, let's not, go let's, okay. Go no, ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, whenever I go out for <laughs> picture. for breakfast or brunch, I get my movies. I get pancakes from the table because That's I've always I've always thought that pancakes should be the chips and salsa. It's actually pretty classic. Where every yeah, everyone looks at the menu and they're like, you know, what I really want is pancakes for breakfast, but then you feel like a glutton. So I right. sit down, the first thing I do is pancakes for the entire table, open up the entire menu, you can order whatever you want because you already had your pancakes. Okay, makes me harder to be angry at you after that story. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I will say, so you order your pancakes, let's just say you order pancakes, and you look and say, that's weird, instead of maple syrup on there, 
There's fucking uh, spit and fucking, you know, uh, uh, excrement on there. That well, that's wa- that, I'm sitting with you. That waitress then should be fired. And nobody then would say, hey, yeah. I wouldn't say, that's fucking cancel culture. This yeah. is PC this is so, culture run amok. Now, I appreciate. Yeah. I, I, you and they're like, oh, fuck this Kirk Minahan. I appreciate, as I've said, the loyalty you have for somebody you've worked with for a long time. I understand that. But just please understand. Can you just, for me, for my own mental health, understand that is not an example of cancel culture. Okay, but I saw you retweeting like old tweets of his life. No, 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 no. Wait, from a year ago when you were shitting on us. I don't, I have been very clear. I, I actually, so perfectly said, thank you. I said he had some old tweets from eight or nine years ago. I said if he got fired for that, I'd be the first one, even though I hate him, to defend him. That is cancel culture. When somebody tries to get you fired, tries to fuck with you, tries to get you in trouble, uh, and he's an editor, that is not cancel culture. That's somebody who didn't do their job, in my opinion, well, would you agree with on this instance? Yeah, I, I think he fucked up. I, okay, I, I well, then, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm not saying you. I'm okay. not saying you should advocate for him to be fired either. You like the guy? He's been good to you. No, a long relationship together. I respect yeah. that. But that is not cancel culture. That is the one part I don't really understand. Is that I know, like, like you said at the start, I consider you a friend as well. But I also like when people ask, like, well, are like, are are you going to stand up for her? It's like, look. Uh, Kirk's a friend, but Kay Marco's a friend. He's been a friend for a decade. I understand. You know what I mean? Like, I I'm understand. a loyal guy. Yes, I, said, I, I, I understand that. As I said, you, I said, I understand that. If someone's trying to fire you, I'd be like, I'd stand up for you and be like, no, don't fire Kirk. No, you took Darren Andrews. No, you took... He'll quit. He'll quit the month anyway. Well, I mean, look, you took a side and I won't forget it. I appreciate that. Not a big deal. These things don't bother me. Don't even worry about it. Slides right off my back. He deserves to get a lashing. He does not deserve to get fired. You have every right to be mad about that. Has he been punished sufficiently for this? I think a yelling by Dave is actually like the the worst punishment you can get. I have suggested suggested death by hanging. You think that's too much? (laughs) I honestly, I don't know, like, I don't know if Dave's ever been truly, Dave and I have had a few fights back in the days, like, Getting the wrath of Dave Portnoy, right, the true wrath. I'm not talking about a public, like, coming to radio and, like, I understand. you know, like, you know, I'm talking about true wrath is is a very severe punishment at Barstool. Okay, and you can respect that I don't trust this guy anymore. I think you can understand why I wouldn't. Well, we built the trust back, okay? No, I, I'm, not some pancakes. I'm not interested. There's no building on my part. I am done. I am done. But thank you. I, I, I just can you just sure. all, all I care about is you sure. acknowledging it that, that when you said good point, that was not a good point. That's all I care about. Can, okay, you, just, can you just give me that? Just give me that. What? When you said what? When you said good point to Kevin, it wasn't actually a good point. Um. Yeah, I guess it's not cancel culture fully. Thank I don't know. Fine. I'll, yeah, take, I'll take it. Yeah. Great. How much Sold. does it suck for you guys? How much? Did, I, I just retweeted Dave. Dave get the mud. How much does it suck for you guys that? The day that that gets talked about is also probably the most maddening rundown of all it's time. Insane. It's insane. It's fucking so stupid. <laughs> it's a fucking grown man. It doesn't even make any sense. It makes no sense. Right, go, it was so stupid. Um, all right. Okay. Go take so your show. so we're all. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, can I say one last thing? I'm the ultimate. I think so. the one lesson we have to learn here. I'm going to say this. One lesson is if you get on the wrath of Kirk, if you get on the wrong side of Kirk Minahan. Don't do it on a Monday night when he taped the podcast Tuesday morning and Tuesday night. Probably true. <laughs> <laughs> all day Probably true. <laughs> get ready, get ready. If you, if you, if you, think, this going, if you think this is going away, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, out of, of your mind. Not. Fine, I'll talk right. to you later. Goodbye. See you guys. Uh, Kevin. So in very typical Big Cat fashion, middleman Dan, as he used to be known, uh, he really didn't, you know, 
go fully in on either side, K. Marco or Kirk, which is you know that's kind of why everyone loves him because he he's very good at being middleman Dan. Uh, but he actually he probably kind of was more K. Marco's side. Well, Kirk will say that because he didn't want him fired, but I do see where loyalty at that time did mat matter to Big Cat with K. Marco. And now we're going to get right into the KFC call to Kirk, which wasn't as, it was, it was probably what you're, what you're going to expect here. Here, here's the call. I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into a big thing. Okay. I don't, I just don't. I'm going to make this, no, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this really quick, really quick. Then we're done. Can you just okay. just admit this? Because I think I think you're you're a smart guy. You know I like you, right? We're friends. We've had serious yeah. conversations. We're, we're friends, right? We're we're good friends. Right. Okay. So when you told Dan today that this was an example of cancel culture, you can now acknowledge you couldn't have been more wrong about that, correct? Well, I'm just saying you guys calling for someone. No, no. Head is, no, is ironic. No, no, no. That's different. And I'm gonna make th- I made this example to Dave earlier. We tried you first. Then Dan, then on the air. Uh, let's say you and I go to IHOP, okay? I'm going to tell the IHOP story for the ninth time. We go to IHOP. You order pancakes. You want butter on it. And the waitress instead takes a shit on the pancakes. She should lose her job, in my opinion. That's not cancel culture. That's somebody who failed at their job. Well, okay, Kirk. Whatever, however you want to move the goalposts on this one. What goalposts are being moved? <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, you could make the argument that any time someone, like, failed and got fired, it was because they didn't do their job right. Well, that's not true. That's not necessarily... You, you, put it this way. It is. I no, mean, it's any, not. No, it's not. No, it's fired, not. Well, no, it's not. You, you that, that, that is... So, with K. Marco, I know you're friends with... And as I said to Dan and Dave, I have no problem with that. I respect that you guys have been through a lot together. Fine, no problem. I hate him. You don't. No, no big deal. I get it. You, you see that story about that MLS guy the other day who got fired because his wife tweeted something out? Yeah. That is different than somebody losing their job for fucking a student. Yeah, well, no one's fucking comparing those two things. I don't think they both lost their jobs. You just said anytime somebody loses their job, that you can say it's cancel culture. You said that. I know. I'm saying that you you can frame that argument to be yes. <laughs> I suppose there you are could. Certain cases where where cancel culture is absolutely like outlandish, but there are times where where we would probably disagree that like if you cross a line that you think is it not a line to be crossed or uh, it's not a big deal to cross, that uh, someone else would say, well, I think that's them doing their job poorly. When somebody is trying to fuck with me personally, they hate me and they try to fuck with me and they're an editor and they violate their own rules and don't do their job. To me, if you lose your job, you deserve to lose your job. I'm not saying you will or won't. Hey, just, right? That's totally fine. But I also think it's very interesting how you let that statement there with someone fucking with me personally and doesn't like me well, it's true. that's why I think you want to lose your job well no if he did it to you I'd say that's a fair to me he, he failed as an editor that's a failure of a job Does that, that is totally true I understand that well, I'm, I'm also just, saying that Kevin for, for you guys by, by, your, like, by your standard and Michael Rappaport was a victim of cancel culture rather than someone who just sucked at his job right that's a good Michael Rappaport. Rap- by your standard, Michael Rappaport is a victim of cancel culture rather than someone who got fired because he fucked, fucked and sucked at his no, job. No, by, by your guy's standard, there's, there's cancel culture all over the place. I'm saying I understand that people can fail their job and deserve to be fired as such, but when you guys who have made a like a whole show of like campaigning for people to not lose their job, 
do them be calling for it is a little ironic. I get the difference. Well, irony is different. But irony is different. You, irony is different than saying it's canceled. But also, don't, don't let Kevin get away with saying that we've campaigned for no one ever to lose their jobs. Right. That's just <laughs> not, not true either. Of course it's not true. But he's, he, he's got his point. No, and that's fine. I, I'm saying that you have staunchly defended people sure. and made it like your thing. And then to turn around, and even though there are different circumstances, well, then to then okay, turn around and make acknowledge it a difference. The, the, the same okay. way, so the same way that you gave, the same way that you gave blind Mike shit for uh, digging up old tweets. Which, which, like, uh, which, not what you guys do. Correct. You, which didn't, I, uh, you didn't even give me shit for. I did it on my own. I Who didn't give me shit for? I gave you shit for it on the show today. I said you shouldn't have done it. I do, and I, but I deleted it before I know, but, we even. Yeah, but but I did, but I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I have, I have no use for that. I wouldn't do it. I don't do it. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I here's my point. We I don't agree. think you guys are disgraced, Mike. We agree. If, 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 if you, <laughs> it pays for me to lose like my job every day. If, Jesus. If this happened to someone else, while I think you would admit, yeah, it would be a failure as an editor and a bad job, I don't think you'd be like campaigning for someone to lose their job. That is also a fair point. I have taken more personally because it's me. But you but, also said that right. he should be fired for the Francis thing I agree. before this. I agree. He should. He's the editor. It's under his auspice. He should, that, that is a failure as an editor. And I hate the fucking guy. So I think that might, have, that might be a factor. I'll admit that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to say. That's all it comes right. down to. Right. I agree. No, it's you not. Guys, this always happens. You guys call me and you jump down my throat. No, or no, no, no you're wrong. You're wrong. But on this one, I am actually right. You even said tonight, I'm in the right on this one. So how often I disagree. Thank you. I, uh, Thank you. Uh, every, almost everyone universally agrees you're in the right on this one, and that's the fucking problem because there's nothing worse than when Kirk Davis Minahan knows he's in the right. Well, he even knows. I have no idea. Listen to that fucking rundown. I couldn't understand what anybody was fucking saying. So for all I know, uh, you guys are fucking saying. That is a that's a rundown for the ages if you are like a moron Barstool fan. Otherwise, it's like unwatchable. But the the true OGs are gonna love that one for years to come. And I feel like someone like you probably turned it off in about thirty seconds. Well, I just kept looking for me. You know that. Like I was, <laughs> yeah. I well, I mean, your 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 minions on Twitter being like, was the whole rundown go. about Kirk? Like, ah, it was it was an afterthought. Has it been considered to make the rundown about me and only me every day? That seems like it'd be a good business move. Why don't you just do the Kirk the Kirk Minahan rundown we every do. day? We, well, like, we, we have one. one on the there actually is. Why don't you guys have fucking soccer on at this point? He's part of the fucking family more than Yo, me. Can, can, can we agree that that's not, like, really soccer? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's like, it seems like this is a pattern that people have, have paid attention to. First, he starts out liking it. And then, I actually think the guy is snapped with what's happened over the last couple of weeks. Like, he's gotten very yeah. super but political wait, but wait, weird. But, I think the person who wrote that blog snapped recently. I don't know when the transition happened. You might but be right. The donkey uh, that I knew, who laid in the shadows for like a decade, wouldn't be doing the Twitter and the redirecting and listening to your show and all that true. shit. You know? I even say I'd even say the zonker of like. So it wasn't our show, but it's on our YouTube channel. Like fans of the show do a show. He was on one of those shows, and he was much more had much more of a sense of humor than this guy. So yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, but, that was the same Twitter account, though. So right. they used the same. Twitter. I guess. Yeah. I, 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 you, you got me. I don't know. Who the hell knows? Maybe it's like a deep sucker situation. Maybe it's more than one person. But awesome. I, it was a, a noticeable change over the years. Like to, to, to be this guy now. It's like who the fuck? Now it's almost like you. You know, it's ruined. It's like you used to kind of be this right. funny secondary character who came up with opinions every now and then, and now it's like just shut the fuck up, dude. All right, I'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Later. See you. So that's night one of. We'll call it hash. We'll call it Zonkergate, the beginning of hashtag K Marco, and then it just so happened that on the next day, this is when Barstool had their own serious radio station. 
Um, Kirk would go on. He did it for only for a couple weeks. He would, did random Wednesdays. Uh, and he and K. Marco had it out on Sirius XM the next day. And here is that full conversation. Before I start, I'm not going to play the song again. But and that genius evil brain of Kirk's. Before you let K. Marco talk, he played the K. Marco's a cunt song for him in full, and then they started their conversation. What's going on, Keith? You wanted to, uh, you recall, called Steve last night. You wanted to talk to us today, I guess. No, I just said if you still wanted me on, I would come on. That was a good song. Thank you. Thank you. Covered everything. Uh, pretty much, I think. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you want to talk it out, we could, I think we talked out on the phone the other day. I mean. You know, as I said, my biggest issue is that when we talked out, we ended, I thought about it, and I was like, I just don't believe the guy. You know, I just, I think you coordinated, and you tried to fuck us over, and it backfired, and that's life, and you're going to keep your job because Dave likes you, and I respect that loyalty. I have no problem with that, but, you know, I think you tried to fuck us over, and such is life. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't try to fuck you over, and, you know, I don't think Dave likes me anymore, but, um, uh, yeah, no, I just want to apologize to you publicly, um, I know I did on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it doesn't matter. Uh, I just feel like saying sorry to you publicly for you and your fans. Having it on tape could be like the only thing I could really offer you. Uh, so okay. you can have that. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I don't believe it, but that's okay. I mean, I, I appreciate that. And I, I, my understanding is you have no publishing. Uh, you, we, you have no say over what we publish going on in the future. That's what Dave told us last night. Correct. I didn't hear that, but that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Okay, and again, you read the Zonker story before you published it? Because there's a shitload of errors. Forget, like, the. it makes no sense. There's a shitload of errors in it. Yeah, that was, well, first of all, I mean, I've never cared about writing writing or stuff. To me... Oh, boy. It, first of all, it was, it was just, uh, you know, mentally lazy and stupid mistake, which are, you know, two things that I fucking hate, and I, you know... What are you talking about? I'm talking about Zonker's writing style. Like, there's a lot of... I know, I'm telling and- you... I, I'm, right, I'm, I know. Uh, here we go again. I, I, I don't understand. What, what, do you understand what I'm saying, Mike? No. What are you saying? No, you're saying I'm not, I don't have a defense. I'm not here to argue with you. Like he's saying I mean, he, he made a mentally lazy, lazy error. Oh, okay. But did you read the story? I said I made a mentally lazy error by not reading that and, and thinking twice about so it. So you didn't read the story then? To me, Yes, I did. To me, this, the whole thing was, first of all, I thought the situation I thought this was in my head was not even remotely close to the reality of it. Mm-hmm. I saw you told that me that. As, you told me that the other day. I mentioned that last night. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is no offense. I just don't listen to your show. I don't know anything about your I'm world. Glad, frankly, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you don't. But go ahead. Okay. Thanks. Ever, ever since I first run in, I just you know, all your fans between me, I just mute them and try and stay away from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know the situation. Have they been me, bothering you head, or no? What? Have they been bothering you? I don't. I made uh, that no, I clear. Heard, I, I made that clear. I don't want that. I made it clear. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. Go ahead. Um, continue. Uh, to me, it was a. It was just like a only a Barstool no. story. Or this character that's been here for since before me, who's always popped in. Um, and David has put him up on the blog a few times, talking about him. All of a sudden, he comes out of nowhere and sends me this blog about you know fucking politics, which is wild. And then. I uh, typed him into the search to our site to find, like, the last time he was on the site, and I saw a headline that, like, Zonker is on Kirk Minahan's show. Um, so I thought, that's Zonker. Kirk is Kirk. He loves fighting with people. This would be, you know, just easy, easy 
there's another feud thing, throw it up. Is there ever been anything? Any, has there been anything close to this politically? Dave says never. Have you ever published anything even close to this in terms of going after some of these politics? You forget a person who's who you work with just in general. He says no. I've never done anything like that. I mean, we would we would try new things. Certainly right. not like this. Okay, the I mean, there's no. Yeah, the answer's not okay. before, so, but so we, we, do, we do things that have never happened before. Sure. Um, but it was. I don't have any. I don't have any for the. Not. Yeah, it was. It was. It was lazy and stupid not to even question that background that I. That situation that I thought it was, I never even questioned it. I would say that's where you and I, not uh, being best friends, came into play. Is that I just. So that's so so so. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the, your fault. The fact that we're not better friends is is to blame for you not reaching out to me when the story came out. That was an exaggeration, Kirk. The fact that you thought we fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, if that if that was written about so what? I mean, one, of my, one of my friends, right. I then would have texted them. There you to go. See there you go. Is, is and that's what, and that's why you're a shitty editor. That's why you should be out of a fucking job and on the streets. <laughs> Am I? You can laugh all you want, but you suck at it. You suck at your job. I mean, you fucked up with Francis. You fucked yeah. up with this. You fucked up time and time again. I mean, this is this is completely 100% on you, and you've been around forever, and Dave likes you, and you'll survive, but you're going to fuck up so bad that's going to hurt this company. And, you know, and because you have these, because, you, you, you're, you know, again, you, as you admitted, lazy, stupid, you weren't paying attention, and you want to bring people down who you don't like. It's a bad combination for that job. You can do another job. You can do something else, but th- this one is, uh, for me, a bad, I mean, I don't know what your talents are, but you should not be doing this job, in my opinion. But you're going to keep your job, so it doesn't really matter. You can laugh about it later. And later on, you'll be back in your passive-aggressive tweet mode as you've done before to Steve and to Mike and to the Minna fans. But right now, you've got to eat shit. So right now, you're eating shit, correct? You're a shit eater, correct? Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. Anything else? Uh, well, Steve wanted to ask about the emails, right? Are those real? The Zoom oh, emails? yeah, those, those emails floating around, your correspondence with him. Did you actually plan to release it on Monday as opposed to Sunday and hold it for 24 hours to maximize the audience for it? Yeah, I told you. To me, this was just like a barstool. Like, this would, the Minna fans would attack Zonker. You guys would have a fight. You have a feud. You'd have but what, stuff to what, talk about. What in this story suggests humor at all? Not Zonker. Like, oh, I, I understand that, but, but, but forget, but, but let's just say his name is Marty and not Zonker. What in that story do you look at? Having no, as you said, no idea what's going on in my show or anything. When you read that coldly and soberly and whatever, what leads you to believe that someone's going to think that's funny? I'm funny, like, haha, funny. Like, for the Barstool core audience. Okay, forget, I just, said forget, I just said forget Zonker. Just reading it. If you're some random guy reading it. By the way, I don't think most, I think people who are newer to Barstool like me or whoever I've been talking, have no fucking idea who the guy is. So why are they? Yeah, we're, we're, that's what I just said, Kirk. I said it's only no, for the Marshall core audience. Okay, so that's they think the that's. I mean, I, the feedback I got from them is that it wasn't particularly funny. And yeah, he mentioned no, that. it wasn't. It wasn't funny. Yes, okay. no, I know. There was nothing. One hundred percent my fault and so, wrong. Do you under Do you understand? I apologize. It was not a. What? Do you accept? Do you understand yeah. how we would believe that you posted this in order to harm Kirk? Okay. I mean, so again, why Andrew Dice Clay telling uh, talking about Michael Jackson isn't permitted, but this is allowed to go on the site. I mean, the Michael Jackson thing was dumb, and it was like admittedly because Steve and I were having a dick measuring contest. So again, this is you being dumb about it, correct? So it's you not liking Steve as an editor, correct? That's why you didn't put this that up. Not. 
This is not ever no, since no, 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 no. Andrew Dice Clay and Michael Jackson, you said it's a dick measuring contest as an editor because you don't like Steve. And then in extension, the show, you didn't put that up. A part of our content, correct? That's what you just said. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm... <laughs> okay, I but, but soccer, but soccer can go up. All right, I'm just, I'm just trying to get... So, so... <laughs> I never thought that I was a good editor-in-chief. I never... I didn't apply for that job. I didn't claim I was awesome. So, so, then, so then do, it. do something else then. Time. Fucking resign. I don't feel bad for you. Fucking resign. Do no, something I else. I, no, I don't. I don't think I'll do that. I, um, I've made, I think, uh, probably six mistakes um, in 11 years. There's 190 to 120 blogs that go up a day, and I've made six mistakes. So, and I was so, fucking so, stuck, and this is the worst thing in the world. But I, uh, no, I don't think, I don't think I'll resign. Okay. Anything else, Mike, Steve? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. See Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks. See you later. There you go. Okay, Marco. I mean, very strange. No, that's what I told you. Why did I say before the show? Yeah, you were right. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Went to the, went to the blind Mike school of what was me. Poor, poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me. I've never done that. Fucking, I mean, this guy should have a job. He just admitted. I mean, he just, he just admitted on the record. He never applied for the job. That's beyond what I've done. Imagine if I said that, like when someone, no, when, when I got in trouble. Let's be clear. Let's be very clear. To me, the takeaways. Forget, like he fell on the sword. He's not. Trust me, I know this guy. He's not really sorry. He took shit, and now he's trying to eat it to appease the Minna fans. Don't buy it. This is the- so yeah, I'm going to agree with what Kirk said at the end. That was pretty uh, pathetic showing by K. Marco. Definitely tail between his legs sort of shit um he didn't have to put up a fight you know you don't argue back and forth you're in the wrong and obviously kirk is is gonna do what he does and just dig deeper and deeper until he's until he's satisfied but you gotta you gotta come off a little more prideful stronger than that i i think i I don't know though he was he was just he was getting you know beat and beat for 24, 48 hours. So I kind of get it being deflated in a way. I mean, at this point, Barstool, the Barstool store had hashtag fire K Marco shirts going on. So, I mean, so let's fast forward it now to that night. Barstool rundown, the high council, the big three, Prez, KFC, Big Cat. They're going to just talk about the K Marco call to Kirk. Um, I don't really have much else. The minute, uh, K. Marco, that thing. I, I'm starting to fucking hate the Minahan and the Minafit. They're the worst when they're right. They're the fucking worst. You said it's a dick measuring contest as an editor because you don't like Steve. And then in extension, the show, you didn't put that up. A part of our content, correct? That's what you just said. Yeah, no, I don't think I'm... <laughs> okay, I but, but soccer, but soccer can go up. All right, I'm just, I'm just trying to get... so. so uh, I never thought that I was a good editor-in-chief. I never... I didn't apply for that job. I didn't claim I was awesome. So, so, then, so do, do it. I something else then. Said, fucking resign. I don't feel bad for you. Fucking resign. Do no, something I else. I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't do that. I said that on Kirk's show. I said there's nothing worse than when Kirk Minahan is in the right because he's he's gonna do this for like six more months. It's not I just, mean, right? You'd act like he got up for like forty five minutes. Nobody's right. talking it, up down like he outside of him hating K Marco. This whole crusade, by the way, that's simple mind. I, I, you guys probably didn't see it. I all time trolled him yesterday. Well, I, I heard it. Yeah, he called all three of us on the show. I heard it. It was, uh, it was very funny. Yeah. So he, he, he was very explicit. 
like wanting K. Marco to be fired is not cancel culture because he's so anti. He's Kirky can- cancel culture. He's he's bringing some WEI to Barstool. How ironic that the Minahan crew is basically yelling for more regulation and more censorship and more control from an editor. Like how the time, how the mighty have fallen. Kirk Seamus Minahan asking. Not to mention, for- by the way, I never listened to the Minahan show ever. But I did listen to it because of this, and Blind Mike was just talking about Barstool. Oh, he's not allowed to. What's the punishment there? I don't know. I may fire him. Now, Dave, can I ask just one question? Do you feel like Kirk in this situation is a little reminiscent of you? There you go. And And that's why you're a shitty editor. That's why you should be out of a fucking job and on the streets. When you win, you run up the score. Why would you show me such disrespect? They're running up the score, and they, like they're in the right. We'll say Minahan is a far more like crazy slash suicidal version of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. He'll admit but it. I'm yeah. saying he's not. I'm probably smarter, but he has very oh. similar. That's oh. why we get. Yeah, I I just uh, I don't know. I mean. We the other thing is like not understanding the the, the Minahan world has a lot of inside jokes and I listen to the show I don't listen to every single episode but I listen to the show enough like if you don't get the inside joke it's kind of what happens to us sometimes where people will show up say something and be like look at these assholes and it's like but you got to understand a little bit of context right, right. 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 also Minahan for the most part is very very good at seeming very, very upset and enraged when I think a lot of times with him, he's just on to the next, like we are kind of after. And, and he just, he's an entertainer. Yeah, he's an entertainer. He's entertaining. I'm sure he does have these opinions, but he, he fires it up, he hams it up, and then, you know, when the K Marco one dies, I'm sure someone at the Globe will write an article he doesn't like, and it'll be back to that. It's right. It's rinse, repeat. That was an unbelievable play I just ran. That was Who an unbelievable play. Who are you playing? Georgia. It's just, like, it's just like Minahan. These guys can't let go. They can't move on. Yeah. Harp on these issues. Don't you know, upset about article. He's such an insufferable fuck. Min- I, the only one I like out of the crew, I like Minahan. I hate Steve Robinson. Blind Mike's one of the worst humans to ever walk the face of the earth. He's like, did you see this justice for uh, Minahan? It started as justice for Minahan hashtag. He's like, it's trending. They're going crazy. And then like two minutes later, he's like, yeah, I started it. <laughs> I should have mentioned before that rundown started that Big Cat was in the middle of doing his coach Doug's with Tennessee game, so that's why there was some the cutting in and out and him talking about the score and stuff like that. And as usual, Kirk the next day on the Kirk Minahan show, June eleventh, responds to the higher high council's rundown and about other things that are unfolding with uh, Keith, Gay Marco, and he kind of really just kind of fucking starts to really bury even more K. Marco in this. The title of this episode is Simple Keith. I can, I'm not going to play much of, of the insults, uh, just to kind of give you one of them, of where he was kind of hinting at with the Simple Keith. He said this was 50 years ago, and Keith was born. Keith's parents would have dropped him off at a special place and they would visit him and walk him at the mall on the weekends. Take that as you want. But here's uh, here's uh, Kirk's tone to start that 
episode next day. And I might have said it even on the serious show yesterday. It gave me tremendous satisfaction to have play that song for him and have him wait and listen to it before <laughs> we did the interview because he's uh, yeah, no. he's a wretched, horrendous, awful human being. And I will say this. Thank you, Kate, Keith. Uh, take it easy, Steve. You got a lot of drops. Relax. Uh, there is 0.0% chance I would re-sign with this company if he's still here. My contract is up. Really? Zero, z- that, is not, that is a non-starter. So I played the beginning of that clip because we'll move a fast forward a little bit to June 18th, about a week where we have a 23-minute Kirk Minahan show episode entitled Ultimatum. And for those of you who aren't familiar, particularly the, during this time, the episodes were two and a half hours plus. So to see the 23-minute episode, as a minute fan, you knew shit was going down. And Ultimatum, even without reading the description of the podcast, you kind of knew, oh, fuck. So I'm going to play a good portion of that uh, episode of the Ultimatum where Kirk just Lays it, lays it all out on the line, uh, and gives gives Barstool a makes them have a decision. Well, let me talk for a few minutes here, and then we'll do whatever. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know, it's it's pretty simple. So, yeah, you know, I, I came. I my backstory. I've, we've told the story five million times. Everyone watching this right now on YouTube, listening on the podcast, knows a situation happened to me before with Murchison. Um. And activists, and there have been activists and weird people in the past that I've just dealt with. It's just part of my career. I understand that. That's part of what you do. All the way back, there were crazy people. The EI, this what, crazy guy, Larry, who always accused me of doing stuff that made no sense. I remember one time I was driving somewhere, back home or something, and the police showed up at EI. He reported me to the police, and they were talking to me on the phone. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Obviously, the merchant stuff, which everybody knows about. Um, <clears throat> um we don't need to tell that story again. So, you know, I understand when you do a show like this, there's going to be some level of craziness from the people who are who love us and from the people who hate us. And that's really, in a weird way, okay. So I'm, you know, like, I'll just address it quick and, and then, you know, you know, then sort of get to some other stuff. But, um, uh, so this, you know, this guy Zonker who got brought in here from where, wherever and, uh, and, you know, it has the barstool domain or something, you know, whatever it is. I don't really care. You know, tweeted out yesterday, uh, Kirk is too much of a pussy to kill himself, but uh, a, quote, un- failed, uh, end quote, attempt is likely. So, whatever. Like, I, I'm, when I tell you that, that doesn't, he can say that, that people got, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, that's, he can think that. I mean, I, I know the truth, so it's, it's okay. It doesn't really matter. He's just crazy. Um, so my issue is that human being. Um, was given a platform on a place I work for, uh, and it was up there until we alerted people, and then it was taken down. And we put it back up. We never asked for it to be canceled or anything. Um, but my problem, and this is one of these things that gets in my head and sticks with me, is that he conspired with somebody at the company, uh, K. Marco, who's the editor, um, to put that up there. K. Marco tried to fuck us over with a guy like that, uh, for a company I work for, a person who thinks things like that and other things, I've, he's blocked me, but I've seen him. I guess all his tweets are protected now. Has been trying to fuck me over uh, with K Marco, and you know, 
I want the guy to be fired. I've said it for a couple of weeks. I said it as a joke. Obviously, it was a hashtag. Fire K Marco. The guy should not have a job. I mean, this is fucking crazy. He went into business with this guy. Uh, knew everything. They had been talking before. And he puts that up there, and it just goes away. And K Marco is whatever. Not the working lady. Maybe he's been suspended. Maybe not. I don't know. But I just have a hard time working at the same company with a fucking guy like that. I'm not quitting. But, I mean, I got some real fucking issues. If they're going to let this asshole come back and run this website... For a company I work for, knowing he's capable of stuff like that. And he's just a fucking lying sack of shit. I'm telling you, my issue is not with this. This soccer guy's crazy. He makes no sense. He's no Bob. I'll say this. He's no fucking Bob Murchison. Bob Murchison, who I fucking hate, is fucking smart and measured and calm and fucking strikes. This guy is just makes no sense. I, like, I don't even know. I don't want to know. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care about the people who listen to my show who like the guy. Don't like the guy, whatever. They can fuck off, too. They can float away into the sunset. Float back to Maine or to UMass or wherever you are. I don't really give a fuck. Go away and get out of my fucking life. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> but I'm going to keep doing the show for the people that like us and like what we do. But I got to say, like, I, I just have a real problem with Barstool right now. And people are going to say, oh, so I'm trying to be as fair as I can about this. I'll outline a couple of things. Number one, we're, gonna, we're off next week. We're going to come back next Monday and Tuesday. Just to do shows, we had no advertising. We're just going to do them just just because we wanted to do them. That's not happening. So we're off for the next two weeks. Um, but we will do shows, some shows on our new uh, on our new through our new mailing service, right, Steve? Yeah. Okay. So we'll email a couple of those out for people that want to listen to the show uh, and care about the show and care about us and want to protect us and you know care about us doing the best we can. So that'll happen. Um, uh, you can listen to the rest later. We'll sign off on YouTube now. We got more stuff to say. You'll you'll hear it in the podcast. Um, you know, number two for me personally, cause I don't want to get in there, like just as an individual, I don't want to get in the bad. I like a lot of people at Barstool. I like Eric a lot. I like Dave a lot. I like, uh, Kevin and Dan and, and, you know, a lot of these guys. So I'm just not going to talk to any of them right now. So I just, you know, if you're listening, if you want to communicate, you can communicate through Steve or you can communicate through my attorney. Uh, I'm just not, cause it's just going to lead to me getting upset and angry and it's going to lead to me saying bad things and things I don't want to say. And just, there's just no, there's for me, no value in doing it. So, uh, just, you know, leave me alone. Let me do my show. Um, you do yours and that's fine. Uh, but I just, you know, leave me alone. Um, because you know, you've chosen their sides and sides have been chosen. And I respect that. I respect that sides have been chosen, but I, I don't agree with it. And uh, I can't, I just simply, I can't, I can't participate in it. Um, third is, you know, a regret now for me is, is doing these, you know, doing, there's nothing in my contract, which I just read through this morning. It says, I need to do a Wilbur. I need to do Sacco. I need to do, uh, Madawaska. We need to do any of these things. It's a shame that we kind of did them and we should have just done them on our own. I mean, we could have made the money ourselves. You know, we're doing this, uh, partially for our own sake, but partially for Barstool. We're bringing a lot of revenue for Barstool, a lot of revenue for Barstool that others aren't. And when you do stuff like that, and then the 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 is to sort of mock you, and then say, "Oh, your reaction, K Marco." That that. Well, I mean, again, I would just say, look at that tweet yesterday, and look at what happened to get that up on the site. And you may not think it's a big deal individually, but if you think about it, if you really think about it, it's fucking crazy that that happened. The fact that that happened is fucking insane. And not that it went up there; that it went up there, and we weren't allowed to put stuff up there. (laughs) From this human being who tweets stuff like this yesterday is just fucking madness like i don't even really know what else to say i'd also say this like yesterday i think we put up the hashtag kirk was right shirts on barstool you're a fucking sucker if you buy those today man you're a fucking sucker and the fire k marco shirts you're a fucking sucker if you buy those right that's just us and that's shame on me yesterday for signing off on it. i didn't think about it 
I would right now, if, if you really want to show loyalty, I would not buy those. I'd say, listen, I, I can't trust this company right now. If I'm a Minna fan, you've got K Marco trying to fuck us over. You've got Ellie Schnitt, well within her rights, calling us racist. Not a single person at Barstool says, well, that seems strange. We, we know this guy. We know the listeners. That's not really true. Uh, and you've got Dave at every turn saying that Minna fans suck and they're fucking crazy and they're assholes and they're fu- so. I mean, it's just like I like what, if I'm a Minna fan, I'm thinking, why? What am I doing other than Kirk? Why am I investing in this company other than the show every day for two and a half hours every single day, live shows? And you know, if it's an issue, like here's the deal: like if you're Barstool, this show's only getting bigger. We could go next year. Oh, and by the way, we're doing serious just to be nice, right? You can inform them I will not be doing serious next week. Okay, okay, thank you. Uh, or going forward. Um, so, like, we're just, you know, we, we, next this show gets bigger. We could, we could bang out 10 of these shows next year around the country if we wanted to. You know, for Barstool, I don't know, how much are they clear after the two Wilbur shows and we're done with everything? Uh, it'll be around 150000 Okay, $150,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. So a part of that goes back to pay our salaries, and I understand that. Um, but, you know... We don't have, it's not my contract. Not my contract. I have a nice base salary. I mean, I don't have to do it. I do mine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, do it, I do it selfishly, obviously, to some extent, because I want to make more money. But I also want to do it for the fans. I also think, oh, it's a good thing to do for Barcelona. They've been nice to us. We'll do this. We'll do that. The Saco thing, in the middle of a pandemic, we sold out two shows. But essentially, the second one's almost sold out. It'll sell out. Um, and you think, oh, it's 250 tickets. Well, not really, because it's four people with a car. And they're going to jam these fucking tickets, cars. Yeah. It's 2,000 people. Going to a drive-in movie theater for a weekend in the middle of Maine, in the middle of the summer, in the middle of a pandemic. 2,000 people who want to spend money and want to help us out. And if Barstool said, hey, you know, fucking rub their backs once in a while, they would love them. But instead, they fucking treat them like fucking shit. In the meantime, most of the bloggers at Barstool are just sitting around their apartment scratching their balls, not, com- not coming up with creative nothing. ways no, to No, messaging money. each other like the idiot we had on last week. Uh, Nate. Yeah, Nate. He's oh, right. making eyes at fucking bar. You know, he knew about the story before. We all know that now. Um, and that's all fine. I don't really care. Uh, but it just frustrates me. It's, it's a trigger for me. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I take this very, 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 very personally. Not the thing about Zonker, some lunatic saying that I should kill myself. Whatever. I don't. That, that's, you know, an, obviously an asshole thing to say, but it's being purposely an asshole thing to say. You're waving your arms. Congratulations, you won. My issue's not with him. It's like, you know, He's a sick dog, and he was enabled by somebody who is very calm, hates us, has fucked us over from the start, hates Steve, you know, hates Mike, hates me, so he tried to fuck us over. And you know what? He won. He, I guess, sort of in a way, he won. It's great. And now Zonker can go to pen executives and advertisers and say, hey, I was published at Barstool Sports. Correct. Right. right. Or well, they even say they agree with me. It's I, like I, giving Murchison a, a nighttime show. That's what I said last yeah. This is what I said when that happened. So, you know, Zonker is saying now he's contacting Penn, Penn, people at Penny is. He has some email. He's just spamming it out to Penn employees all day, I guess. And now he's threatening to contact advertisers. Now, the difference, of course, is this is why he's so stupid. Was it Martin Riesler or Reiser? Reisler. Reisler. Martin Reisler. This is why he's so stupid, Martin Reisler, is unlike Murchison. You know, Murchison would never put a tweet out like that ever, no. ever. Murchison's right. too smart. Now, now, Barstool. Now, by the way, I guarantee you this. Nobody at Barstool has put together... Some response to this immediately where they say, hey, you know, Kirk has this history of mental health. He's gone away three times in his life, four times in his life for this, you know, uh, battles and stuff all the time. Here's a bunch of stories and here's the tweet this man sent out. This is the guy you're dealing with. They haven't done that because they don't do anything. You, you know the salespeople. They just sit in their fucking ass all day. We had a conference call with Erica the other day. No salesperson's reached out to me since. 
Uh, we're scheduled to meet with them on Monday. We will not be doing that. Okay. Tell, inform them that will not be happening until things are corrected. I'm certainly not participating in that. Um, so, you know, that's not being done. You know, nothing's being done. And that's okay. It's all right. They hate us, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll keep doing the podcast. We'll do our ad. We have great advertisers. We have great listeners. And there's a lot of people I like there. So, I mean, it's it's this is not an intercom situation. But, I mean... This is the equivalent of letting Bob Murchison write for WEI.com and letting him have a one-minute commercial on EEI. I mean, and the idea that it was only up for 45 minutes, so what? All he needs to be up for one second to take one picture. So, I don't know. It's frustrating. Go ahead, uh, Steve or Mike or whatever. You know, the fact that this guy has a job right now, I'm just fucking, it's, 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 it's incredible to me. It's incredible. I'm incredibly disappointed in people I respect for allowing that to happen. But they've made their choices. And I'm making mine. And so I'm going to do our show, our podcast, which we're obligated to do. I will do it. I have 25 days a year in which I don't have to do it. Uh, we're taking five next week. And then, what, I don't know how many we have to... It'll be two now for the 4th of July week. And two. So there you go. And I'll have, whatever, 18 more to go, and I'll take every single one of those. You know, I didn't do it last year, but I'm going to do it this year. Uh, and I would say, you know, we should... You know, I, I don't know about canceling Wilbur, but I think certainly we should start having a conversation with Barcelona about how maybe we should just pay them the fees for Wilbur, the, you know, the whatever that was, and maybe we just handle it ourselves. Because I, I, I find I, it's uncomfortable to me knowing that as a, a guy who has uh, stock in Penn National um, and that the K Marco could be getting, or works of Barcelona could be getting a dollar from my work. A dollar of our work might actually go to his check. You know, that's just, I just, it, to me, it's simply unacceptable. It's a guy who's tried, I would never, ever, 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 ever do that to him, ever in that situation. I mean, now I want him. Now, now he's fucking, I said last night, I stand by, I fucking hate him more than I hate Murchison, Shirley, Kennedy, any of them, because this guy worked with him. Marco conspired, was like, oh, this could fuck this guy over. Oh, well, and he, and he knew he came on here, he lied, he took his beating because he had to. And he's, he's gone away on social media, he's been quiet for a couple weeks, like the pussy that he is, and he'll come back and have some excuse for it and whatever. And he cried to me on the phone and bullshit and tried to saddle up to me about his own personal issues, which are a bunch of fucking bullshit too. I fucking hate the guy. And as long as he's working there in that position, I, I, I just, I just, I just find it completely unacceptable. And, you know, I know I'm not, I'm not alone in that company, but I'm the only one who I guess is, is, is unafraid to say it because I don't really give a fuck. Because if this happens now, obviously if they fire me right now, it would be, for them, a, a legal issue, and I don't think they would do that, a real legal issue. But secondly, I would just do something else. Like, I, I'm not, you know, the, the other people need the other people need these jobs. You know, the K Marcos and Kevins, these people need this because they would be nothing without it. So, but like, for me, whatever, I'll do it somewhere else. I'll bring my audience somewhere else. I like it here. I like these people. I like being able to do this, but I'm very frustrated right now. I think it's insane. I told him this last week, and I was starting to get over it a little bit. Then I saw that tweet yesterday. I thought, this fucking guy gave this fucking guy a platform on my, the place where I work, where I work, he let this happen. So fuck them. I mean, you know, I, I hope, you know, and maybe this will mean nothing to them. I don't know. Maybe they won't respond. I have no idea. Nor do I really care. So, you know, I'll be gone after tomorrow for the next couple of weeks. And we'll do some stuff on our, on our own specific uh, uh, emailing list. We'll do some shows there. You can find us at kirkminahanshow.com. Kirkminahanshow.com. Um, and- so the Minna fans may remember this time in the Kirk Minahan Show well, because the episode after this ultimatum is them having to go back and take out part of the podcast because Erica Nardini, the CEO of Barstool, asked them to because they were 
critical towards her and she thought it was unfair and that's it's a whole other thing but i won't get into and then kirk did take that vacation he said and i do remember them i signed up for that email newsletter that he mentioned about getting the new episodes and i do remember at least one episode maybe two from that um newsletter and I believe this is also the time, around the time, I should say, where Kirk gave out the the code to the av- Barstool advertisement um, meeting, so the Minifans could raid it and uh, screw uh, screw them over, which he now says he does regret. And him and Portnoy joke about it every time they they're together and they're doing a podcast. So it is water under the bridge, but. That was a uh, certainly a weird time to be a Minifan and Stooley. Almost felt like mom and dad were fighting in a way. We're going to move forward a few months now to October 12th, 2020. To where Dave on the Dave Portnoy show announces that K. Marco is no longer going to be editor-in-chief of Barstool Sports. So as we've listened for the past however long, we've kind of learned that obviously K. Marco is on thin ice and has been making some bonehead decisions. And then out of the blue, an old, now former Barstool employee, Trista Crick, posted a racially charged blog regarding Steve Nash getting hired over a worthier black head coach. So Dave and I'm guessing Erica had enough, had him step, had him removed as editor in chief, but he was he found out about it, just like you and me on the Dave Portnoy show, which is kind of crazy to think about. And he did that to an OG guy, uh, you know, like I always say, a sh- uh, he has you know shares in the company, so they've been through you know a lot, uh, you know a decade not quite a decade maybe a decade of working together so it is kind of that just shows you how how far he had k marco had fallen in dave's eyes and he and dave was dave replaced k marco with longtime barstool employee but now former barstool employee coley mick and of course Kirk had his day in the sun when he found out about this news. Here's the episode from October 12th of the Kirk Minahan Show entitled K. Marco's Rubber Room. Thanks, Bruce. Oh, I feel so good about K. Marco. I mean, I don't even care. Like, he's still going to make his money. He's still going to get paid. But he is he's on the he's on the kill list. K. Marco, right? At the, let me put him right. One second, Steve. Are we still on YouTube? We are, yes. Let know what I'm doing right now. What did I do, Steve? You just put him up on the kill list. Where'd I put him? Right at the top. At the top of the list. Schnitt down. Kami <laughs> Pinko Schnitt down. Marco... Uh, I'm sorry, she left on her. It was it had nothing to do with us. Okay, Marco, <laughs> numero uno. And as always, are people watching us on YouTube right now? They are, yes. What is the lesson to be learned, Steve? Don't fuck with Kirk Minahan. What? No. What is the lesson to be learned? What is the statement? Uh, Kirk was right. Yes. Kirk was right. I will scream it from the mouth. I'll be back. Kirk was right! Kirk was right! 
actually, what did I say? Fine, it's a little thing. You bring in some guy. He tries to fuck us over. You block this. You block that. You spike this story. You spike that. I said, Dave, this is a real company now. This guy's going to fuck you over. Finally. He listened. What's a good, Fine. K-Mark, if you want to respond, the floor is yours. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Uh, oh, come on. Uh, yeah, no. Well, okay, oh, fine. Okay, yeah, give me an opportunity. Like a good editor would do, give him the opportunity. <clears throat> and Dave finally realized. And, you know, I mean, I think he was on the thinnest ice there was possible before uh, this Trista Crick story, which, you know, Dave said, fuck it. I, I don't trust this guy anymore. He's gone. So now he has no role. Now, again, he has his money. Good for him. Good luck. He hasn't been working for a fucking since we took his head off four months ago anyway. He's never recovered from that because he's a pussy. Yeah, that was, well, first of all, I mean, I've never cared about writing. Well, good. Well, now you don't have to. took him a year and a half to write a book that he didn't even write. It was a bunch of people putting together recipes. Like, what's what's next? What's your next book, K-Marco? Fucking hamburgers? Like, goodbye. See you later, fuckhead. Sit in some chair and collect your check and hang out with your friends and fuck off. Go away. I'm going to take a victory lap. Like I've never taken before. How, can I stand on this desk? Is this curtain yeah, strong enough? It's a, it's a Walmart desk. I don't know. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I want you to print the picture of K Mark before the end of the show. I'm gonna take a shit on it right in this desk. <laughs> okay. Take a big steaming shit. I'm going to take that paper. I'm going to wipe. Wipe it from front to back with that. Oh, I'm going to do it. This is sweet victory. And once again, all you other fans who sit there, door, why does Kirk do take two shows on Thursday? Oh, why does he take phone calls? Or why does he have uh, Gary Tangway in? I'm always right, you fucking idiots. Shut the fuck up. And sit there and fucking suck my dick. That's it. Wild. Enough. Shut up, K. Marco. You idiot. It's over. I'm always right. Hashtag Kirk was right. Hashtag Kirk was right. Hashtag Kirk was right. They made a fan right now sitting there watching football, you imbeciles. Celebrate the fact that I was right again. Gone. I think our biggest enemy at Barstool. K. Marco, right? I mean, they're even close? No, no, it's not even close. Gone. You hated them, right? Yes, of course. Always a dick to you. Always a dick to Mike. He was a prick from day one for no reason. We didn't even even know him. He didn't like us because he thought we were getting posted. I mean, I know he was a Republican, but you think he thought we were real Republicans. (laughs) Frankly, both of you are fucking liberals at this point. Who cares? I mean, you're two losers. K. Marco, goodbye, you fucking asshole. I hate you. I'm so happy that you're, you know. I mean, do you have that cut of Dave when when, uh, when Eddie says, does even, what was his reaction? To getting removed, just in case you don't know, uh, Keith Markovich has been removed as editor in chief of Barstool and replaced by Coley Mick, who just an asshole. Not yeah. an asshole like me. He's like an asshole, like just an evil, vindictive. He tried to fuck us over, and that backfired like crazy. And now, what does he do? What's his, you know, rubber room K Marco now? That's, That's true. It. Bring yeah, your pencil in on Monday and fucking sit, sit, sit there at fucking HQ. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's rubber room K Marco. That's all he is from now on. That's all he is from now on. And once again, I was right. I was right. I've been right about everything since I got here. Everything. Every fucking thing. Do you want to play Dave on his reaction? Yeah, I like this. And now, was K. Marco cool with that? I don't know if he even knows it. (laughs) (laughs) K. Marco was removed from that role. Okay. Not because of necessarily that, but after the Trista blog. Okay. And thus ends... The saga of K. Marco versus Minahan. 
where Minahan gets his kill. Literally, I mean, K. Marco, we're in 2023 now, excuse me, January 2023. And the last we saw of K. Marco was on the Dave Portnoy Show, episode 55 from October 19th, 2021. So K. Marco went silent from when he got removed in October of 2020, and we don't hear him from him again until October 2021, and now we're at January 2023, and he's still crickets. I really, I, I honestly, I wouldn't have thought he still worked at the company, but I was listening to the year of uh, the KSC radio episode uh, before Christmas, where they gave out Barstool um, awards. And they awarded K. Marco of stealing the most money from Barstool, which is very funny coming from those guys because they don't give a fuck. Because they were very close. Uh, like I said, the OG guys, Fidelberg and KFC, were close with K. Marco. So, and as far as Kurt goes, since since the end of the K. Marco feud, he's gone on to sign an extension with Barstool, and I think 2022 was his best year with Barstool. He had a sold-out Wilbur show. Finally, he was integrated with. He gets integrated as the two-time MVP in the Dozen Trivia Show. He was part of the um, the Barstool Mini Golf Tournament. He's going to the Super Bowl this year. So again, he's Mr. Barstool, as he as he jokingly calls himself now. So it's really it's weird to see how this has unfolded and ended up. You know, year year two later. And as always, as I end the show, like, subscribe, review to this episode, this podcast. Go on TikTok, BSS History Lesson. And you can follow me on Twitter, Shane underscore Mudget. And until our next Barstool History Lesson, viva.